0: Welcome to Talk That Talk, where we have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, education, and more. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and also find us on all social media networks at Real Talk That Talk. And now, let's start the show. Welcome, everybody, to Talk That Talk, where we have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. Smack, go ahead and smash that like button as soon as you come into the room. Do not smash! stop smashing that like button as you uh, are watching. We want to keep those likes up the whole time, all right? And also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passion is Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcasts and areas. All you have to do is type in Real Talk That Talk or if you are on apple Podcasts, just type in talk that talk it'll pop right up and then you'll be right there all right let's go ahead and get into these topics smits daddy i smitted myself i'm sorry y'all my bad i didn't do what i was supposed to do
1: all right because you sponge your hair
0: chop (laughs) you say what
2: I say it's because you are sponging your pretty hair now.
3: Right. That man got that I'll be sure going on. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Man. Hey man, look. You're I'm cute. Let me let me tell you, let me tell you how this ended up happening. So I was growing my hair out, because I had told you I was growing my hair out anyway, right? And so I called Rick, I think it was a couple of days ago. And then Rick was like, dog. When are you gonna get your haircut? I was like, I'm not gonna get my haircut. I was, I was like, why? He was like, because you look like you homeless. Like, why? So I had to go take care of myself. I, I mean, I felt like everything was alright, but I guess my best friend felt like I was homeless. So I went ahead and, and hit the sponge daddy and got an edge up and everything else. Hey Quan, he had an edge like- up at first anyway. Quan,
3: he looked like he was wearing them Balenciagas. That's on that everybody been seeing on Facebook. <laughs> oh, the them, uh, the big boots, the waiter hey. boots. <laughs> no, the derelict leaked. The
0: derelict leaked edition. Oh my they hitting God. them Zoolander daddies. I was not looking like that. Dog. I ain't looked that bad. Good, good lord. Anyway, let's go ahead and get this stuff started, man. Once again, this is a complete Greek episode. We may tie it into music and band in some type of way, but. I'm going to figure it out. All right, let's do it. First question of the evening. (laughs) Has social media diminished the Greek experience? Has social media diminished the Greek experience? Uh, Which way I want to start? I'm going to start to my left. My left. Maya, you got it first. Please don't stretch your face. You ever seen Hook? Anybody ever seen the movie Hook and then they start messing with his face and then like, "Oh, there you are, Peter." That's what I just thought about when Maya pushed the face back on. Like, right. <laughs> because so, the
1: question
4: stresses me out already. Um as always, what do you mean by that? All
0: right. So, um when the question so I'm, I only have one question in here that I pose. I just want to put that out there. But when the, when the, the question was posed, it was posed in a, in a situation of saying, or looking at it from the lens of do people feel like they do people feel like they have lost that. I guess you want to say, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Portia? Give me, give me the word I'm looking for. Um, my brain is, went gone, went,
1: out. um, Connectivity,
5: relationship. There we go. Um, those kinds of
4: things. Like, is it as
0: Exclu- exciting? Exclusive. Is it as prominent? exclusivity? There we go. The exclusivity. The Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh man.
3: <laughs> um, I'll go first. Maya, if you I, want. Okay,
5: to. and I'll I would go too. But go ahead, ahead. Portia.
3: It's your
1: question, so go ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
5: Um. I think it it's made it a lot more accessible. I'm gonna say yes and no. Here's why I'm gonna say no. There are still a lot of connections internally being made.
1: Um at least
5: in my my undergraduate chapter, because I still have a connection to them. Um I help advise them. So there are still connections being made. I see that there are connections and um, relationships being built um, within even Kappa Kappa Side TBS, the the other organization, SAI, 5 Mu Alpha in the band. Like there's still camaraderie. There's still connections. They still do a lot together. But like one of the things we talked about on the last show was like road trips, getting to know people and spending time and traveling and interacting with people outside of your chapter or your immediate area. It it has diminished it because people feel like I can get to know or connect with this chapter because I see them on the internet. I follow their page You know, I'm going to their, I might go to their probate, but as far as those having to do legwork connections, I feel like social media has diminished that. Um, I also feel like people put too much on social media, so I think that some of the stuff that used to be sacred, um, is not so sacred because it's all over the internet and social media when it shouldn't be so some of the stuff that we held near and dear including traveling including connections and actually physically getting to go and see and meet um i feel like it has taken some of that away so the answer is yes and no i do think in a way it has allowed me to see more of my organizations um because, like, when Zayta chartered the first chapter of Adina Award in Dubai, I think it was a really dope thing to see how they did that whole um, chartering and what they, the ceremony they put on, and all of that was really dope. I never would have seen that if it wasn't for like social media. But my answer is yes and no. There's some pros and there's some cons.
1: All right, Kwan? That's, oh, well, no, because Rick said he wanted to hit it. So,
0: are you good? Okay. Kwan, has social media diminished the Greek experience? Oh,
2: I don't think it diminished the Greek experience. I think what it has done was made more, Uh, we say in the South, GDIs, goddamn individuals, to be disrespectful with it. Because we put it out there. So I agree with Portia when she says, you know, it's certain things that that we did amongst ourselves, amongst ourselves, that we we um, handled it with discretion. And now everybody's putting out putting it out there. And so now you have these aspiring individuals or you have these individuals who who don't understand the concept of discretion and they just put it out there. Like, I mean, there was a recent situation, uh, I believe a week or two ago where they had uh, a, uh, she was a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha. She was a high school student. I'm sorry. She wasn't a member. She was a high school student. It's like she dressed up, you know, throw the pinky up and everything. And, and even in the midst of them trying to educate her, she was like, I said what I said, I'm going to be, you know, this and uh, this member. And I think, because of the accessibility to Greek organizations, people feel like I'm entitled and I could do it, you know, blah, 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 Um, But that still doesn't take away from your experience, right? Um, But networking is easier now because the, the truth be told, that's the whole purpose of being in the organization is to grow as an individual, but network, you know what I'm saying? So I think it has its pros and its cons but I also think where social media has diminished it, now we are trying to tear each other down when one falls short of something that's that's what I see so for example if if it's a hazen allegation, if it's a something happened where just say uh somebody slips and falls, like that's magnified more instead of uh acting like real talk, we gangs with different colors, you know, and I, and I see that like Greek shenanigans and different things like that. Sometimes it goes too far. You know what I'm saying? But And sometimes I I sit back and think like if all of our founders were still alive, um, what would they say about how we're acting, you know, with these organizations that they established for the purpose of bettering the African-American community amongst us? What would they say? You know, um, I think it's great, you know, uh, through this time I've learned, um, Rick, he's an Omega, so I would put him in, I only have a handful of like close, close Omega friends, he's in that group, but the way he carries himself, and I think that's commendable, um, to to have that, uh, even though he's in a separate orb, I can respect him
1: for who he is, and what he's done for that organization, vice versa, uh, so forth and so on. All right. Rick, has social media diminished the Greek experience?
3: Uh, I got a couple of responses here because I think Quan and and Portia both have brought up some brilliant points. A lot of which I had, but I want to look at them from a different perspective. I think it depends on your age. And when I say age, when you came in the frat or the sorority. I've been Omega now for 20 years. So for me, Looking at how the bros are now online, it's a little discouraging. No, it's a lot. Especially knowing like some of the things like, there was nothing like, I just use this as a prime example. When we came into Podgammon, we knew that we had certain responsibilities as NEOs that we had to take care of. Not just the fraternal side, but the business side, right? We knew every Friday we wore dress clothes because we had to present Omega not only as the Q dolls but as Omega men. We knew on Thursday, on um, what was it Wednesday we had frat night. That was our mandatory fellowship. These were things that my chapter did, you know, th- that were traditions that were passed down. But we also knew we had to do things like the homecoming and uh, Labor Day tailgate. Those were staples on Norfolk State Camp. Everybody knew at. What they the People made plans for homecoming. All right, We're going to get some of that that blue juice from the signals. We're going to make sure we got that. Then we're going to hit that that uh, Q tailgate because the Qs feed the whole campus. My child used to feed the whole campus. You came to our tailgate, you still in line, you got a plate. Those type of traditions are gone because the younger generation doesn't have the opportunity to make the revenue that we did. Everybody throwing a party now. Everybody doing this and that. And so it makes it a lot more difficult for this new generation. And then us old heads, we don't want to get out. We don't want nothing to change from how it was when we were in the chat. Anything that changed? Oh, y'all, y'all, sorry. Y'all this or that. So for me, I think it depends on when you came into your particular organization. Um, I also think that, I mean, these are the, ne- this is the negative sides, right? The neg. Um. It has also made it easy for weak stuff that happens in our organization to be seen by the outside world. One of the weakest things that I I think I I see online and it boils my blood is every other week I'm getting somebody denouncing their letters on Facebook. I cannot stand that stuff, y'all. Every time I get up there, like back in the day, them people would just disappear. Like, damn, you seen Susie? No, I ain't seen Susie in 20 years. And Susie got kids. She live in Kansas somewhere, having a good old life. Now everybody, oh, my Jesus. Let me tell you about my Jesus, y'all. Oh, yes, sir. My Lord don't, like, these ain't Christian organizations. Like, people just ridiculous, man. So I think it gives, it gives the lamer sides of our organization a, vo- a voice for the uninitiated to see that we would have kept in the background in the past. Um, but there's some positive sides of it too. For me, and I did y'all, I did this literally last week. Uh, we know this has been around probate season. I went online and I watched some of the probates from Howard, all the alpha chapters at Howard. So I watched the Sigma probate, I watched the AKA probate and the Qs probate. That aka probate is off the chain. I'm sorry, y'all. Like seeing all that old tradition seeing the older AKs leading them girls in and singing, and then when they get to a certain point, the girls have to go by themselves. Like, man, that joint was, was fire. The Sigma's the same thing. The Q's the same thing. Like, having to march all around Howard's campus till you make it to the sundial and to the monument. Like, that, you get to see the tradition. You get a glimpse into, hopefully, somewhat, what it was like when these organizations were founded. So I think that's a great thing because if you live in California, you may never make it to DC, you know, and as whatever organization. So I think it's a a glimpse into that. And uh, I think that's a positive thing. And then the last positive thing I think is in general, the internet saved our organizations and it saved it because if your jacket got 2020 on it, the odds are you ain't pledging
1: i I mean i'm sorry
3: you can say whatever you want that generation will probably catch hell from some of our chapters but if it wasn't for that generation of of greeks a lot of our chapters wouldn't exist no more and i would hope that some of these old heads some of my generation and before me would give these kids a pass It won't they fault you know i'm sure they wanted to come in the right way and i'm sure that's a question later but um If it wasn't for the social media and the internet, uh, a lot of our chapters wouldn't exist. My chapter is one of them. We had a 2020 line. All right, so at the end of the day, well, we don't exist anyway. We going from other math. But anyway, um, yeah, 2020, kudos to y'all, man. But let's not just always, I think it's easy for old heads to bash the young people because they didn't necessarily do what we did. Won't know social media when I was in there. I probably would have been the king of social media back when I was in school. You know what I'm saying? I was the president of Omega. I was in the band. I was doing all these things. Like, shit, I would have enjoyed that life. So for me, I think it depends on what generation. Because for them, it's normal. They learn hops online. I had to go to that particular school. My favorite hop in Omega is a hop called Cadillac. And I had to learn Cadillac from Kentucky State at the Clave in arkansas in 2006 it was a hell of a night i enjoyed myself thoroughly but i had to get good first we was all out there talking and then we was all out there hopping and that's the one part i wish you know it wouldn't have affected the the talking aspect getting to know each other and getting to know the fraternity and sorority but um yeah it
0: depends on your generation that's it yeah i think that last part that you said to me kind of goes back to that road tripping conversation that we had I mean, it does, but the, the, the part about it, though,
3: is I tell NEOs this every single time a line crosses into any organization that I'm in, and we all say this, right? It's harder on this side than it is on the other. As a NEO, your chapter is going to take it harder on you than any other chapter will. Yeah, some brothers will pick on you and all that stuff, but your chapter will treat you worse than anybody else, but they, it's because they care and they want you to be a good brother or sister. They want you to be a good representation of, said chapter. So, yeah, the, the talking piece is important because I think everybody should get more enthralled in the information of their organization. But at the end of the day, we all know there's there's what they say. There's levels to this. You got some people like me. I saw Omega at the highest level. You know, I was a national officer for Omega when I was an undergrad. I went Omega Man a year for the whole fraternity for undergrads. I I I saw Omega at the highest level, but there are brothers that just want to get in and throw the hooks up. I and that's and that's their experience in Omega,
1: and you know it is what it is. So, okay. Uh, Maya, you ready? You got you you got your thoughts together. So. It was more
4: so of how to attack the situation, right? Because there are so many different ways that we could come about this. And so I was asking, you know, like, what do you mean by what to kind of see from reference? And I think that, Brownie, you made a good point. I think it does depend on your age or what you're most accessible or what you feed into. Because when I read that question, the first thing that came up to me is what I recently saw on Twitter, maybe... I don't know, a few weeks back or what have you. Um, there was a young lady from PV, um, Zeta Gamma chapter, um, of Alpha Kappa Alpha, and online, people just completely, and I mean completely like tore her apart because she's not the and I'm just gonna be frank, the stereotypical thought of what an AKA should be from what the the mass is saying. So
0: Huh. I know you're talking about, about cuz I I saw it after I saw her. Yeah, go ahead.
4: Got you. And so like when when I read that question, it made me think of that because at some point it just uh, individuals and we say the same things with those who have online beinghead.org or you know be all in the comments or whatever feel like they can say anything about whatever because they're not a part and they have that screen to be able to say what they really want to say. But back in the day, and even farther back, there was such a something about, it, there was pristine in nature about being in an organization, you know, about being in a Greek organization to where no matter how you felt, you weren't going to part your lips to say this, that, and the third, especially not to my face behind a screen or whatever the case may be. So in that sense, yeah, I do think that social media has diminished because it has let the the, um What they call them, Twitter fingers, Twitter Twitter fingers, what have you? You know, like people of that sense can say or do what they want. But then also on the other side, social media has also made it to where, whether it be video, whether it be text, whether it be whatever the conversation is, some things that are near and dear. Whether we're talking about ritz, whether we're talking about what have you, has been exposed. And it's like, huh? You know what I'm saying? Like, wait did i ever think that we would get to the point that that could happen or that someone would be so comfortable as recording or um letting that information be known so in that same premise yeah i do think social media has quote-unquote diminished even though diminish is a strong word but it's made it more accessible in the negative light and then also i could think about when we're thinking about social media in a different way there is something called apple pie apple have y'all heard of that it's like a teacher um just yeah, yeah. some teacher on tiktok or something like that and he like you know he has his students and they are i don't know how you know this is done but it's apple pie apple and you know of course there was always you know back in the day you have your future shirts or you know you know you, you know depending on what side of the conversation, whether you were into that or not. But again, and I don't want to use the word exploit, but it just kind of takes it to a different level of accessibility than what it used to be and has been in the past.
3: But Maya, that brings up an interesting point too, right? Because high school fraternities and sororities are a big thing. That's true. Like last show, when I was talking about how Julian, everybody knew Julian wanted to be a Kappa. uh, It was because Julian... (laughs) When he was in high school, yeah, he was in um what's what's it called, Julian? Gents. He was in yes. gents. But Julian used to carry a cane around. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's- Julian used to carry uh, a cane around, Mike. No,
0: that. No, no, no need to explain. I have to explain. It's either that or you want to hit the, case case case. Case. One, one, of the is, one of the two. One of the you two. Bring up the organization. I at least <laughs> got to explain it. <laughs> they
1: right. have canes, though, right? The
0: symbol, the symbol for gents is a top hat and a cane. We always carry canes. That's what we did. Yeah,
3: but you did
0: it in college. No, I didn't. I never had a cane in college, bro. Are you you did. You did have a cane, daddy. In I college, never bro. had a cane. In, we are not gonna bring it. I never had a cane in college, bro. You are. This you man are used tripping, to hit the cane, there. dude. I would never come to college with a cane on. Dog, ever. No. And then <laughs> my. And then my. Look, I was smart it, enough to know that the butt stops in high school. <laughs> Once On some stages, that cane stayed in the crib. I was, was never figuring that
3: out. Was, was, it, was it a, a long cane? No, know, like, no. Uh, it was the hook, daddy. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then, oh and God, then, and me then, me. at the same was time, right? one, right? we had the uh, high school fraternities and royalties at Norca and I see Kudos, right? And kudos was like baby Kappa. They were sponsored by the deltas, but they were modeled after the, which is weird. But they were modeled after the Kappa's. So then there was another, like, they were all these different organizations for high school kids. And it was like these high school kids, they was getting at them kids, like whipping their like whipping their ass. And I'm sitting there like, bruh, that, this high school and majority of those kids, like majority of the people I know that are kudos are Omegas. <laughs> like to this day, most of them are Omegas. But in high school, that was like a, it was a popularity thing.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like being a part of something. So my that's a that's a really interesting point. I will tell you this. Most of most everybody, at least that I know from my chapter of gents, became alphas, except for I think one or two people. I think one became a kappa and another one became a Q. But um That re- Yeah, I, I would I will tell you this, and, and and Rick, you're absolutely right. I got my drug in high school. <laughs> like when I tell you imagine, I- <laughs> hey, I'ma I'm, I'm I'm quickly just tell this story because he's not lying. It, like first, so first of all, my brother was a gent. And uh he did gents gent in at Sharp Sound High School back in his day. And then when I came over to Willow Ridge, my brother was a gent. I looked up to my big brother, so I wanted to be a gent too. I was like, man, that Jones cool. Uh but when I got online and I pledged twice. I pledged twice for gents. I pledged one time. And I did two weeks. And then after I did them two weeks, I ended up not crossing. I ain't gonna tell that story. But then I came back and pledged again uh in '99. In um and yeah, no, I pledged in '99. Uh, but when I when I pledged, when I tell you, man, like, bruh, that's when I first learned if that's when I first learned Invictus that's when I got the experience of a lot of things. Yeah. I, yeah. After I crossed, that's when I was doing a lot of cane spinning. I was, I was sweet on the cane. I ain't gonna lie, but I ain't gonna say I wanted to be a cap either. Uh, but my point is, yeah. I, I mean, Rick is absolutely right. When we are younger and, and these younger kids, I mean, it it is kind of like a popularity contest but I, because for us, like when I was in high school, we had, I think it was five other organizations. It was, Gents, Esquires, Da Vinci, Formada, and I can't remember the other one. It may have been just us four. But for us, we had step shows. We, we did the airtight step shows every year. And it was like the battle of who was, you know, the top dog in the city, the top dog on your campus. And, you know, for us, Gents and Esquire was going back and forth for years. And I think, I don't know if it's still prevalent today, but I know for us, I mean, Gents was started in 64. Esquires, you know, claim they were started in 62. We don't know. But uh, you know, so we there is history there. Uh, and so like I said, it, it's years of us going back and forth. So uh I, I think Rick is absolutely right. I think that, that it does start at an early age, and our founder was an alpha. So that's kind of where it came from, just like you were talking about the the apple, the apple pie babies. It it if if I don't know if anybody listening to actually watch the story of how that happened but it was he came in i think was with a shirt on right he was trying to say well this is my fraternity alpha phi alpha and they heard apple apple pie alpha
2: Alpha. (laughs)
0: yeah so and and that's how you know it came to be but i also think that you know that is kind of where that energy kind of starts from i know that's kind of where it started for me and so and i got and and, and it's funny because i ended up finding out that there's gents in middle school and i was upset because i was like what like y'all pledging them babies like nah y'all y'all took it too far but but i mean their the inspiration comes from somewhere you know and i think that now when you have social media that is so prevalent today that you know and a lot of these kids that's like, that's what they live on that's what they know you know we were born We were born at a different time where social media wasn't a thing for us. The biggest thing for, for us at least was TV. That's as far as you got. And if you ain't, if you wasn't hitting that TV, that is tight, but they're born in this age of, of social media. So they get, you know, and they see these things and they can easily go to, um, what is it? The the Greek page, uh, on Instagram. Um, Uh a couple of them but yeah but the the one that that always has the the, the Greek vision, shenanigans Greek shenanigans you can go on Greek shenanigans and and just see a bunch of stuff and and you know be either inspired by it or laugh by it you know what i'm saying and and so i i i, I agree you know uh rick uh with what you said let me let me ask you guys this question uh, as you guys were talking i'm even like super surface right like you have your little boosies out there right who have who has taken it and and just run with it um even something as simple as certain moves and steps do you feel like social media has just kind of ruined that as well but i don't think that's specific to
3: just fraternity right because the bethune cookman drum major is viral right now
0: viral right now the little foot
3: slide daddy True. You know what I'm saying? Two months, yeah. I
0: have a, but here's the thing. I got a personal feeling against that, though. Like, I think it's I think it's kind of cool that, you know, people are doing it. But I also feel like eh, it's kind of like it's not only just Bethune's thing, but it's the band culture thing. And I feel like it's now just to me, in my personal opinion, been made a mockery of. Well, you no, know? it's
3: not made a mockery of a, a poor band. job of introducing it. If they would have put it out there as something that comes from the HBCU world, it could have been something that was hella good for the HBCU community. But it just came out there because some random guy saw that video, because I've seen that video of that um, Bethune-Cookman drum major doing it. Doing mm-hmm. it by himself. And it's sweet. That dude was hella smooth with it. But it wasn't introduced as, hey the, hey guys, this is an HBCU band thing that we are all making viral. Bethune could have made big money off it if they were all
2: but that's the thing, Rick, like when we talk in past shows about protecting the culture it's like and I think that's one of the issues. And we can even tie this to to the Greek life. It's just certain things that we put out that we just don't protect. And because we don't protect it, it's now exposed for the masses. And I think people don't understand that a, um, what a digital footprint is and how, la- how long it lasts. It lasts forever. Like when you put something on social media and now. You could put it on up there for two minutes and you think, well, I'm going to just hurry him delete it. Somebody has already screen recorded it and then reposted it and reposted it. And now you have to regret what you posted for two minutes. You posted it two minutes, but now it's lasting 20 years.
3: Well, I don't know because that Git interview still ain't made it back on the internet yet. And everybody wanted that. So,
2: nah, but people have it though.
0: Like, I I, I know. I, saw, I didn't see the live, I saw the recording. That's you know what I'm saying. Like, so people like, Quan, you're right. People have it. People have it, like like people have it and people,
2: and because there's certain groups that I'm in and um they were like, y'all heard this part? And then they reposted that part within that group. um, But I mean, I, I just think it goes back to protecting the culture. Um, We're not protecting our own, you know, organizations and the divine mind like we should. We're not protecting our own band culture. And I hate to say it like this, but for the most part, Black culture is just not protected, period. And
3: Look, Maquan, I think it's deeper than that, right? I think mm-hmm. it's enablers. Because, like, I, I looked and I saw Bailey is here. Bailey was the first person I saw that posted that high school girl that you was talking about. But she was being empowered by her mama. Yeah. If her mama would have shut that down, it wouldn't have even been an issue. We got we got black Greeks that will put. You know, and rightfully so, their child above the organization that they're in. But that doesn't give your child the freedom to do whatever the hell they want just because you're in it. Right. Like I think Tiffany all the time, what I right. have to be Omega, I don't want my our kids to have to do that. You know, but I also
5: think part of the problem is is that you know future this or future that makes sense to me. But I see a lot now. Where, you know, black, even during Black History Month, they'll put children in official paraphernalia. That's not okay because they're not in the organization. So then they grow up confused.
3: But you know, the other I part of that, up, too. Oh, go ahead, Porsche. I grew up in
5: Zeta and I was in all of the youth groups, but all of my shirts say whatever level of the youth group of Zeta Phi Beta, but the Zeta Phi Beta was small. It was not, my grandmother would never put me in anything that just said Zeta 5 Eta. Like I wasn't a Zeta. And that's great that you aspire for your child to be, to follow in your footsteps and be in this organization. But you can pay homage with a future shirt. You can, there are different ways to do it. You do not need to be putting official paraphernalia on anybody who does not have those letters. So people are <coughs> blurring lines because that's your child and that's dope and that's cool and you think you're gonna dress her like this till she become it and that's that's fine but putting people who are not child or not in official organization uh, paraphernalia is not okay just like the day i walked across the stage at henrico high school all of that stuff those t-shirts and stuff stay in a drawer at my parents house in richmond virginia And then when I crossed and became a Zeta, I still wear those shirts. Now, I don't know why they were so big back then. I could steal my Arcanet shirts and stuff. I still sleep in them and work out in them and stuff. But I pulled them back out then because it wasn't no thing. But once I left high school, you you shouldn't be showing up to college with that stuff on either.
3: Right, right. And the other part of that too, is that some of of these organizations, and I'm just going to be very vague with this, for some of the organizations, it's okay for people to wear your nail you, but it's in specific situations. And I'll just leave it there, but you have people that don't know that. So I think that, you know, at the end of the day, if a person knows their information the way they should, then in some cases it's okay, but in most cases, like you said, it's not. So, yeah, I think it's just exploring that information side again and parents being able to separate being somebody's parent. And still, the oath and obligation that you took to whatever organization that you're in, that still matters. Yeah, it was a college thing when you were in it, but we all have graduate chapters and lifelong memberships. So,
1: yeah.
2: And even even as as we, I, I never thought about this, even from the movie aspects. Like there are certain movies in, in in Hollywood, they doing it too. I mean, I know it was a big thing with with the, with the person with insecure, but if you look at uh like even uh for our uh, frat brother uh, Jesse Owens, peace be unto him. When it came down to that movie, that dude had an A. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Just to uh, to pay homage to it, him and his uh uh track brother, they had an A. They didn't have no and and it's like, but we those the uh, producers or whatever respected those organizations. When anytime you see Dr. King and his movies. They only have, like, a, a, a Egyptian or a sphinxman, but they don't have the official crest. And when you do see it, those actual members are in. That's the difference. But, again, going back to protecting.
3: But then uh, you got uh, movies with oh, Lorraine. Go, go ahead, Porsche. I about to, to say, she she
5: you know, she bringing, you know, the with the whole insecure thing, like, you bringing, me and Miss Sanders had this conversation. You bringing, she bringing, uh...
2: How did did they say recognition
5: no sir I'm sorry I, I don't recognize Zeta if that's the case or TBS nope. or nothing else over here nope. if you gonna throw something on that's not who you are I mean I just I don't care that it's a movie it's not flattery you know to me if you want to wear the colors and a mood but you got on full paraphernalia she drinking out of mugs it, it was it was too much for me the I, other part of that oh, ahead, I could,
0: could respect what happened on Bel Air, because Yamacraw wasn't an alpha, and they right. didn't put him in no era, nothing. Peril, nothing. nothing. Everybody around him were actual alphas, but he wasn't one, and, that, right. and I respected that. He didn't, he didn't throw no signs, he didn't do nothing. He just said, but that brings up a whole nother conversation, right? About how we quick to give
3: the stuff away. We will give our organ away, uh, organizations away fast. Like for years, everybody thought that uh, Morris Chestnut was a signal. Morris Chestnut has said on numerous occasions he is not in anything.
1: Yep.
3: He is not in an organization. I didn't see Morris Chestnut be a signal. He threw the hooks up in Best Man. he been the bruh. Like Morris Chestnut is not Greek, but everybody thinks he is because we so quick to give it away. Like, like uh, it's weird to me. Like that movie Brotherhood that was on Netflix had the brats mad. I know so many cues that was ready to fight over What's that Brotherhood. Movie. What's that about? The dude that plays, you know, have you seen that show? Uh, not uh, Grownish. I mean, Grownish. The dude with the um with the rat tail on Grownish. Yeah, he plays the main character, and it's on YouTube. But this bruh made the movie. And long story. Oh, that's short. Burning Sands. Burning
0: Sands. That's what it is. Oh, Burning okay. Sains. Burning Sands.
3: I watched that movie. I know
0: I ain't bringing. He. That's how I know I ain't bringing no can because he don't ever remember nothing. But go ahead. Hey, baby. Burning Sands. Though Burning Sands was the. I watched
3: that movie, and that shit looked just like my process. Though I'm sorry, like it was so many things in there. I was like, yep, yep, yep. There were a lot of things in there. I, not all of it, obviously. It's a movie. But you know, ain't nobody ever spit in my face because we would have been too fighting, motherfuckers, yeah. right? But anyway, um, but I know bruz that was so mad. He went to Virginia State, the guy that made that movie, and he's an Omega. He went to Virginia State; they kicked him off the yard. Get off our campus, dog! Get off the yard! Like they kicked him off campus
2: because. because were- but see, see, and see for me is. I understand like what he was trying to do by bring awareness, but it also, in my opinion, that diminished Greek life, like for for Divine Nine, because all chapters don't operate like that, bro. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and I think I read one review that said, well, he was trying to bring, you know, awareness, like what happened with Robert Champion. Um, but every organization don't even get down like that, and some of them not that wild. You know what I'm saying? like, uh, Sometimes we go overboard with certain things when it's like, bruh, nah, bruh.
3: Ain't ain't, ain't 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 nobody doing all that. Yeah, that movie. I mean, I enjoyed the movie. I know, I mean, people, I enjoyed it, me personally. I, maybe y'all didn't, but watching it, I, I, I got triggering. what he was trying to
1: convey it's with that tr- movie. It was triggering. I say that. Hey.
0: All right there we go man wrapped up the first topic we went in with that no problem all right let's keep it moving welcome everybody to talk that talk we have the unfiltered unscripted uncomfortable conversations about band hbcu band culture music music education and more man y'all go ahead and smash that like button for the conversation that we are having today we talking greeks all day today all right also please make sure you subscribe to the passion is network and turn on notifications you can find this episode tomorrow on all your podcasts and networks just type in real talk that talk if you're on apple podcast you can type in talk that talk it'll pop up right there for you i mean there's a lot of times where i'll be about to say apple tv my bad. i mean about to mess that up all right on to the next topic we say that there is a difference all the time sometimes in the culture that we experience uh, at hbcus versus predominantly white institutions is there a difference in uh predominantly white institution greeks and hbcu greeks is there a difference in pwi greeks and hbcu greeks kwan right, this is my truth
2: hell yeah it is i ain't gonna lie I don't, I, don't, I don't know why it seemed like the PWI ones, they feel like they got to prove a point. <laughs> it's like they, it's like, I don't give a damn what you say. You know, I ain't going to name no chapters, but I'm just saying, I was like, you know what? Uh, Wait, hold on. Let me just ask the question. Are you speaking about only Divine Nine or PWI Greeks? All, right. all of them, all of them. Well let me just address this first. When it comes to the uh divine nine Greeks that are on PWI campuses, it's like they try to prove a point. It's like they they pledge pledge and, and Rick's quotation, they pledge, 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 pledge. To where it's like, you know what? I'm certified as a teacher. I need to get up out of here, you know, it's one of them. But I've also seen, you know, uh, you know, them show love and have to stick together from a Panhellenic because it was just them. So when it came to like social justice aspects, it's like all they had was them. Um, I've seen campuses where, uh, when the George Floyd situation, those black Greeks was like, Hey, we got to look out for each other. When those non uh, divine nine organizations was like, well, we don't understand what it is, but they had to stick together because they're all they had. Um, when it comes to the PWI Greeks, they just different, bro. Uh, Like they, they just, they just different. um, I don't know too much about them. Like I say, the ones that I've seen, it wasn't the best. I think it was an organization I first was introduced that was outside of the Divine Nine. It was called, uh, I think, SAE. And it was literally on the news in Oklahoma. It was like, uh, uh, we don't want no niggas in SAE, uh, something, something. And it went viral. Um, but then when you look at look up the history of that organization, they were made from Confederate soldiers. <laughs> it's like, damn. And you have certain like presidents that came from him. It's like so, wh- what purposes and precepts you was built on? It's just different, bro. It's just different. You know, sometimes the how can I say it? Uh, like the fraternal play that they operate in. You know, like the they they friendly friendly. It's like I ain't that friendly, bro. You know, I'm not gonna be wrestling with with uh, Julian. You know, I'm um, just just not. It, they're just different, bro, and I feel like they're cultural vultures. Because when they try to step, I'll be like, "Well, where you get that from?" So,
1: yeah, man, it's just different. All
0: right, Portia, is there a difference between in uh, PWI Greeks and HBCU Greeks?
5: Absolutely. I can almost meet people and kind of tell it's a certain way. We kind of operate. Um, to me, it's a certain way we carry ourselves. And in my experience, sometimes it's like, mm, where'd you cross? Uh, <laughs> um, like the example I gave last time, when they came to our yard, didn't speak to nobody, didn't really, That was, they were from a PWI school. Um, and it's just certain, even when it comes down to, party hopping or strolling or whatever you call it, it's a little different. It just, um, I had an experience where, you know, a PWI
1: here locally was like, teach us all your hops. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not something we would
5: do or ask for (laughs) or anything. So I don't know. It just, it was just, it's just interesting. I've had some weird experiences with PWI Greeks. Not not all of them, but some of them.
3: Hey, Portia, you were stuck like this for like 20 (laughs)
1: seconds.
5: (laughs) 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 For me, it was spinning. And I didn't, I don't know what that was, but yeah. I was, I was like, damn, she
1: feels stronger about that I was like, I'm right I'm and with you.
2: She was like,
1: I'm right here with you, girl. It. I got you.
2: Yeah. I thought it. she was profaning.
1: Hold, hold, yeah. hold, hold it. Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> hold it.
5: No, but yeah, it's a difference. And it's just some stuff, in my experience, that they would do or kind of approach things in a way that we, we would never. Now, that's not all of them. But the majority of
4: them
0: is a little different. Agreed. Uh absolutely. Uh <laughs> uh Chuck, before well, before, Rick, before I get to you, Chuck, you are absolutely right. Troy State KK Side used to get down back in the day. I remember that. Uh, all right, Rick, is there a difference in PWI Greeks and HBCU Greeks? For KK side TBS, uh, Five Mu Alpha and SEI, hell yeah.
3: And the and in particular, it's because those organizations on Black campuses are required to live the Black fraternal experience. They're required to step. Some of the most ugly mess you can see is watching some um, some of those PWI chapters of those organizations
0: try to hit the step, Danny.
3: Can do we not start resurfacing
0: that, that DAG on video every year? We know. Hey. We're aware. Some oh, of that it story. ain't that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it ain't that. Yeah. Some it of that video? That. Yes, that KK side. them video. people in the band room. <laughs> yes, that resurface every year. We are aware. We know. I, we like that. Yeah, look just like that, Rick. Good Lord. Hey. No, but it's the people truth. that video like 40 years old now, too. Like, hey. That video's old. 14, bro. 14. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, though.
3: At white schools, KK side, and I know this, having taught at one for the last five years, KK Psy, TBS, Phi Mu Alpha and SAI, those schools are looked at with the same level of respect that we look at the black Greek letter organizations. They are. Like, KK Psy at UConn gets mad love. Like, people will play as KK Psy and that's it. That was the only fraternity sorority I was in, or TBS. Like, they look at it in that way. So, for me, I think it can yes, there are differences, but they hold the organization to just as much esteem that we would hold, you know, whatever organization. And some of us do that. There are some people I know that are only KK Psy and TBS, and that's all they want to be. Or Five Mu Alpha. You know, my you know, Eric, that's what he wants to be. Five Mu Alpha. He loves Five Mu Alpha. He didn't want to be KK Psy. You know, that was he wanted that particular organization. So I think that at the end of the day, it's all in the person too, right? Like, because I am just. I can only speak from Omega. I don't know about any other Black, Greek organizations. They're the same as us. And in some cases, they're more thorough. One of the most knowledgeable bros I ever met in my life um, was from Brown University. Brown University don't even have a chapter. He plays the citywide chapter, but he went to Brown because he went to an Ivy League school. Another brother up in, um, in New York. The most knowledgeable person I've ever met is a brother named Lewis Anderson. Lewis Anderson was like the, he was in charge of the Omega Archive, like all these things. That brother was sharp. Knew, I mean, knew everything. I learned so much from that brother. So you don't necessarily have to have a black college experience to be considered a, a great black Greek. I think it's the individual because if I would have went to JMU, which was my first choice for school, I still would have played as Omega and I would have crossed right there and I would have still been the same brother. So, you know, I think the thing that separates them the most is the black experience, right? The, the, the history that comes with that, like you said, Portia, these chapters are usually small. You know, you, you'd be lucky if you see a chapter of 15 people, you, you know, like up here in Connecticut, y'all like all the Greeks here are tighter than any other situation I've ever seen because we're so small. And my chapter of Omega is the largest chapter in our district. We got 40 people, you know, it's like that line in virginia the delta just crossed the line that had close to 40 people on it. you know what i'm saying so i think it's uh yes there are subtle differences depending on what the organization is and but in particular with the music organizations hell yeah there are huge differences huge differences the biggest one i see of which is how black greece because we are used to the black greek experience Black Greeks usually know the info better in these music fraternities and sororities than the others, uh, than the PWIs. You catch somebody at KK side, you, like I remember Julian and them being like, oh, the white chap is going to be there? Oh, yeah, dog, I'm about to get all oh, the nail you. Like they was waiting. Man, I'm about, to have, I'm about to come back with that coat, that shirt. Oh, let me get that hat off you. I remember a
0: young fella came to PV. Mm-mm-mm.
3: This guy came to PV from Lamar. And nausea and them. Oh, I saw uh, Jordan.
0: I, I know. Yeah, First you remember that? All, ju-
3: yeah, you was there too. Yeah, you was on them too. Let
0: me let me explain that that situation to you. So remember when I was working in Beaumont? Hmm. He was the other dude that was coming up to the school, working with us. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when he crossed, I ate his butt alive, dog. And then I and then I was like, bro. You can't go around other people acting like that, bro. Like you need to learn. Like you need to get your info right, bro. Like, you can't, you can't come to me and act like you you good. Like, you ain't good. Don't come around me wearing that if you can't be able to defend it, right? And then he pops up at PV. I was sitting back like, oh my God.
3: Maya, oh Najee, and them God. ate that boy. Uh, they bruh. Mm, it God. was bad. I was just sitting there like this, Maya, just. <laughs> Like they ate that boy alive. So, black Greeks at white schools. Make sure you're on that info, cause when you come around your black counterparts from black school, they on your ass. ASAP. It ain't no, ain't no. Hey, brother, how are you? No sir, what you know? Come on, let me holler at you. Come but, here.
2: but can I? But can I say this? And and this is from my experience being in being as a brother of PMA. One thing, and I and I say this to the to the general president. One thing, going to TMEA, bro, you be seeing the white brothers and they, you see the shirt on, they won't even speak, some of them. Like, like, and I think and I think that's why sometimes as African Americans, do we we develop that attitude, like, man, we won't fuck with them then. Because like you know, like you know what I'm saying, like there's no way as an omega, you see another omega. I don't give a damn way you all that. And you're not going to approach that brother. You know, for all of us that are uh, Divine Nine, you see another Zeta. I want to make sure I do it right, you know, if I mess it up. Uh, You're not going to see another Sora and then you don't speak. Same thing for Maya. You're not going to see another Tarbate and Sigma sister and then you don't speak. It's like, but for us, like for for Playmate? Yeah, uh, I I was
0: going to wait till you finish.
3: That is a fraternal thing. Because them chicks be hitting it quick Oh, I don't feel like it. Yeah. My wife, I get on my wife's nerves when I be when she see another Omega because she knows that oh Lord, we're
0: gonna be here for a
3: while. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but here's the, a, but here's the a ladies. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. The ladies, the ladies And they'll see it. I don't feel like it today. We we good.
0: Come on, let's end on out. But see, Quan, I'll
3: I'll be,
1: I think
0: too, with with music Greeks specifically, I think that's a relatively new thing, too. Because and the only reason why I say that and and I can only go off of the experiences that I've I've had. When my wife texted me, but anyway, uh, when I was an undergrad, there just was never a time where I would pass by anybody who was wearing alias, and we wouldn't we wouldn't speak. That was just it was off top. The first time that I went to um, the Honda Battle of the Bands in in oh five, even seeing PMA like. They didn't walk past each other and speak. It didn't matter if he was black, white, or whatever. They were going to speak to each other. It's only now, like I've watched KK side walk past each other and not say anything. I've watched Five Alpha walk past each other and not say anything. Like I, I think it's a really relatively new thing. That's just my my personal opinion.
2: Right, and so and so for me, that's why I said after I've been in uh I've been in PMA since 08. and I think the difference is at Honda some of those not saying all but some of those white counterparts that's in that fraternity they understand somewhat of black culture if you go into honda like you know this is black bands you feel me but when you're at a convention and you bro you see pma going straight across they'll like look at you and like walk past you like it's nothing but then you'll see each other at the step the step thing that we do and then it's like it's like hey like but like why why like why why are you acting like that because the whole point of the fraternal experience is your ritual was exactly like mine that's what makes us brothers you know what I'm saying um and our obligation binds us together that's the whole point but for you like i I, I feel like and I don't I don't want to say it's racism I, but I don't I don't know what's the proper I don't know if it's', it's etiquette or what but there's there's no way I'm gonna see another alpha somewhere else, and we don't acknowledge each other, uh, you know, and grip each other up, and you know, after we do our charges or whatnot. I, I just don't see that, bro. I
3: just don't. Well, Maya needs to go, so I'm gonna shut up. But Quan, the only difference there really is that for a lot of the white fraternities and sororities, including the ones that we're in, their fraternal experience is chapter only. They ain't road tripping. That's not a part of their their culture, you know. For them, it's I pledged teak at at University of Memphis. So that is that is teak for me. University of Memphis. They don't go to national conventions. Some of them, you know, that's not even a thing for them. So I think for I think that's the biggest thing. Go ahead, Maya. I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. I'm
1: used to it.
4: No. Nah. <laughs> I mean, okay, to answer the question.
0: But, party like, go ahead, go ahead, Mar.
1: You said
0: what? None, go ahead. You good. You got it. What what I said what Rick's face is 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 making right now.
1: Um
4: uh, to answer the question, yes, there is a difference. Um, before Brownie went politically correct and we was all having fun and shooting the shit and shit, uh, I was gonna say, like, back to what Portia was saying, like, Yes, there's a difference, and I guess like the most simplistic way I can say or analyze the, the, the difference is, I guess, you know how a black person that go to a PWR act versus a black person that go to an HBCU act,
1: that's the difference, and the way that we perceive it as being on the other side, that, that's the difference.
4: Oh, yeah. short sure and sweet.
3: But it, it's crazy, though, Mike, because, like, check this out. Like, when COVID first jumped off, and um that was when George Floyd was killed, right? So, when George Floyd was killed, and FAMU Alpha in particular, and I'm sure this was happening in a lot of the other white fraternities and sorority, there was a
1: huge
3: conversation that was started in the fraternity. And the black members of the frat weren't having it. They shut that man. Like, brothers was like, look, what is 5U Alpha going to do? What are we going to say? And how are we going to change this fraternity? I mean, because let's be real. I'm sorry. 5U Alpha has never had a black uh, national president. You know what I'm saying? So, is right. So, what are we doing? KKSI has, you know, they had Melvin Miles, they had some other brothers, but, and and if I'm not, yeah. So, at, at the end of the day, brothers was like, look, You're- what what are we gonna do to change this? You know the hot. So you had like this huge, this huge debate going on, and Fabio Fabio Alpha was smart about it. So like, okay, we hear you, brothers. We want to talk to you. So they talked to me. They talked to a, a number of different brothers. There are some very successful brothers in Fabio Alpha. There's an astronaut that was on that call with us, y'all, when we uh, had that type of conversation with uh, Fabio Alpha, and the fraternity say, okay, we're going to do what, you know, we're going to respect both sides. Because obviously Fabio Alpha also has some um, conservative people too, whatever. But um, it's like that, that George Floyd thing sparked this conversation in a lot of organizations and every organization, really schools started having this conversation, Um, you know, politics, everything. So I think that as, as black folks in particular, in these white organizations, and I'm not speaking about the panhand side, just specifically the music organization. The only way, and Eric and I talk about this all the time, and I'm starting to lean to his side. The only way you can af- truly affect change is to have a seat in the room. You can't stay on the internet and complain about how terrible something is, and then when somebody approaches you to actually try to make change, all of our you know the african-american members you know we we got to get people in the room and we can't be arguing oh that ain't the person that represents me or that person ain't let me go find no as long as there's somebody in the room that we have similar interests we want to see the same things in our organizations then put your efforts and your support behind those brothers because they didn't have to do it you know like at the end of the day we could all denounce our letters and Family Alpha would be just fine. KKSI would be just fine. TBL, all these organizations. They'll bring a couple more white brothers and sisters in. Like UConn, we call some 10, 15, 20 people online. You know, like, w- there's a lot that goes into that. So I think that at the end of the day, as black members, whether you're at a PWI or an HBCU, live your creed, man. That's it.
1: But
2: not to get too off topic, but I just feel like when it comes to, like, the 5-4, though, and this is this is what I've seen, um, when it comes down to suspensions, though, them suspensions be egregious, bro. For some of the same things that our counterparts do, like, they get slaps on the wrist. They give these black chapters death sentences, like, no chapters, like, no, no process for 10-15 years. Like I, I, I mean, we could talk about this a lot because you know we're in like we see the best of both worlds of being, in, uh, you know, the pain hell as well as these music organizations. And I ain't gonna lie, man. Sometimes they do us dirty, bro. They do us dirty, and it seems like we have the zeal to make sure that we live those precepts according to what our founders and uh, wanted.
1: But that's just a whole different story, man all right cool cool let's keep it moving Woo. We're getting deeper and deeper because this next one's going
0: to sting a little bit all right welcome everybody to talk that talk we have the unfiltered unscripted uncomfortable conversations about band hbcu band culture music music education and more and y'all go ahead and smash that like daddy let's get these likes up all right. Also, let's please go ahead and subscribe to the Passionist Network and make sure you turn on notifications. This episode will be up on all your podcasts and networks tomorrow. All you got to do is type in real talk that talk and it'll come right up for you, except for if you go to your Apple podcast, type in talk that talk and
1: it should pop right up to the top. All right. <clears throat> Next topic. Start
0: with Portia. I'm just go ahead and just let you know off top.
1: Oh Lord. Do you believe hazing has its benefits? I know you didn't ask me this question. I can't even answer
5: this. Um uh, I serve as an undergraduate advisor and I'm on the band staff at Nova State. You want me to answer this?
1: Woo! Mmm. the fifth one. What's
4: hazing? Yeah. Um. I mm. tell you what,
0: hazing. Is. Hazing is what I went through when I was in high school. I can tell you that.
4: Yeah, it sounds like it. I didn't
1: know. Yeah. So Maybe you
0: should answer the question. Is, is you right? <laughs> well, uh, we we ain't tossing. Them. Is Rick stuck? <laughs> yes.
1: Rick stuck. Yeah, he was Yeah, stuck. yeah, he got um, hit with the net.
0: Yeah, I think I'm a um. Mm-mm, mm-mm, you can be, no. can be PC with this. Yeah. yeah.
5: Mm-mm. I'm a uh play but Nah, I mm-mm. this the setup. I
1: mm-mm.
0: I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. All right, Quan, go ahead. Do you think hazing has its benefits?
2: All right, so let's define hazing first. Let's define that first. Mr. Mediator.
1: (laughs) Let's define it first.
0: Here's the funny thing. Everybody has their own opinion about about hazing. My perception of hazing is doing something against the will of what you want to do. Being forced to do something against the will of
1: your own conviction. Well,
5: let me say this. If you ask show up here hypothetically and you decide to participate is it against your will
0: that ain't got nothing to do with he just asked me what what my definition was of hazing was that's that's the only thing he asked me that's that's why i'm keeping it right there i'm keeping it right there so he can be able to answer the question you know in the way that he feels he needs to answer the question
4: so based off what you said, hazing is being forced to do something against your will. Yeah.
2: Okay. I mean, I don't want to go to band practice but
5: Okay, was I, I don't mean, Hayes, these you were being
1: hazed then, definitely. <laughs> like, I
0: don't want to go to band. I practice. mean, but so 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 okay. So if we're going to open up that can of worms, I mean if we're truly gonna open up that can of worms, let's keep it up, let's keep it 100, right? Like most of the stuff that we have done in band practice has in some way in definition been considered hazing.
2: Now in, in today's
0: I mean, regardless, videos. regardless of whether it's by definition.
1: I mean okay. the first Hold on. Then, I they'll,
4: mean they'll I mean it Karla, you did say it. just so, think of it, it's hazing. I hazing did. means, let's do
0: this.
5: Hazing means. The imposition she, she of went, strenuous,
0: Webster's dictionary. But go ahead.
5: The play. imposition of strenuous, often humiliating tasks as part of a program of risk rig- Oh gosh, I can't speak today. Rigorous physical training and initiation.
0: That goes back to what I just said about ban
5: Well, in this case, I can answer based on what Webster says, and I'm gonna speak about ban
2: so, sorry, y'all. Side note, Rick said I'm gonna just grab
0: my horn. <laughs> I'm, going to... I'm gonna speak
5: about ban.
0: Sound like trash anyway. That's what I,
5: I don't know that it's humiliating, but the imposition of sh- on who you
0: ask.
4: Yeah. Is, well this whole thing is subjective.
0: But that's fine yeah, But that was that was why I gave the the one definition that I gave because it could be literally. So yeah. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Paul. Um,
5: the imposition
0: of strenuous
5: tasks as part of a program of rigorous physical training and initiation. Field shows at minimum are seven minutes. And if you're not in shape, you're going to either pass out or die. So in that instance, to get through a show, the minimum, You know, and then I know for us, when you step off from the band room and down south is longer because y'all stadium be 20 miles from the band room. That's not our situation up here. Um, You got to get through the entire game, the entire battle. You need to be in physical shape to do that. So in the instance of preparing for your duties as a bandsman, according to the official definition of hazing, there are some benefits to marching band. That's how I'll phrase that. That's my response and that's what I'm sticking to.
1: Thank you. Next. All right. Rick, you got it all out. You done? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Pull my pull my instrument out too. I'ma hit it too. All right. Uh <laughs> go on. Do you
1: believe?
0: Um...
3: Me? Rick, what? What? I'm going to just say it because we being politically correct.
0: Hell no. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. No, I'm going to let Quan go and then i was going to let you Uh-oh. go. Go ahead. Do you so, believe glazing has its its benefits?
1: You say glazing? Glazing. We you can't, can't keep a- saying that a- word on the internet.
2: If yeah, we
0: get we, flagged. It, it, we only get so oh, many times to say it. As a matter of fact, yeah. right, let, oh. me, let me change it. Yeah, I, I'm about to
2: say that. Right, yeah. So, but, okay. So, like, even, even like that right there.
0: It's right. called donuts.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, e- even, even from, you know, we're going to say a band practice, right? And we're going to just use a cross reference. So, so, so my, my thing is if you're not killing someone or putting your hands on somebody, it's an option. Everything we talk in life, it boils down to a red pill and blue pill. Now, if you make that decision, it's consequences either or. My my thing is in the in the aspect that that Portia uh, phrased it in regards to band practice. If that's the case, we all dislike band practice
1: because I've done a box feature. To where it was super late, I didn't like it, but it was for a, a positive purpose. But I
2: must say this: having strenuous band practice always doesn't make that individual better for that organization or a better person overall. So it depends how it's done and how rigorous your band practice is and how methodical your band practice is. So
1: that's my answer. (laughs) Okay. Rick put his axe down. Go ahead, Rick. Glazing donuts.
3: Yeah, glazing donuts in this this day and age. Hell, no, it's not. Hmm. Your ass will go to jail. Hell. Yeah.
5: Or lose That's your it. chapter.
3: You will lose your chapter forever. Yep. The reason why these young people, y'all, won't move past this stuff is because us old people won't move past it. I agree. We give, we give these kids hell if they try to stop doing that. Oh, you ain't come here like me, young fellow, so you ain't good. Like, yeah. I hear that so much, y'all. Like, this is a touchy subject for me because I am one of the old heads that believe we need to move past that stupid stuff. I agree. Like I said earlier, I... The stuff that I did to be an Omega, and I don't care what, bro, don't like it. Y'all can come see me. We can talk about it. I put my record up in Omega against anybody's. You ain't going to talk me on this knowledge. So I'm going to say what I got to say. We got to get past the slave mentality where we got to um, glaze donuts over and over and over and over and over again to the highest level to prove that we belong at Krispy Kreme. Like, at the end of the day, or at Shipley's, at the end of the day, we have to move past this mentality. The more you got your tail handed to you at Shipley's when you ain't got them donuts, all right. especially if you're a kappa, but... (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh <long>. my God! <laughs> but the same way you did all those things, that doesn't make you a great member of your said organization. It doesn't. Some of the worst bros I ever met in my life and are the people that active. went the hardest online. And most I'm not active. My, like at what at what point as black people do we say okay, working hard for something? Yes. Having to know your information, yes. Having to, hand some, having to go to the ship list to prove that I belong, no. Like We got to move past that. That's with band. That's with everything else. Somebody told me this before, and I truly believe this. People that do things like give kids laps and push-ups and all that stuff at band practice because they can't get the kids to do what they want, those are the people that are teaching from an old-school style of teaching. They have no techniques to move to something else. I can't get you to play this note together with actual information. So run to the flagpole and come back. Like We got to move past that. And the only way we're going to do that is if us old people say, you know what? Yeah, I did it. But just because I did it, they don't make it right. I don't want my son. If, I, if I'm blessed to have a son, I don't want my son to go through what I had to go through to be an Omega. My process for 5 Alpha, I, I don't care, if hands weren't put on me to be in 5 Alpha, but it was equally as stressful having to pass all these tests and do all these things while being in graduate school, while teaching a full-time job. And I was right there. And I didn't have to have somebody whipping me upside my damn head every night to do that. And I still learned my information, and I still worked hard for 5 mu Alpha when I was in my chapter. When I got into FAMU Alpha, our bank account was negative $118. I graduated the year that um, I crossed. The the following year, our bank account had $8,000 in it. That's what it means to be in these organizations. You can't just be about the man part. You got to be about the music and the money. So at the end of the day, we got to get past this thing where we just sit up here and we think that the only way you can make yourself be considered good is how much somebody glazed some dang on donuts. Like, we got to get past that. And, and I'm going to be the one to say it as one of these old heads that wants to see our organizations move into the new millennium. Because if we don't get
1: smart, they're not going to. That's all I got. I agree.
4: I agree, too. It wasn't as fun. Come on, Boo Boo Kitty! No! No, because you always got to come with the. We was in here having fun. Well, then
0: bring the Dallas in here. Go ahead. I
4: ain't got no Dallas to bring because what I was going to say was that, I mean, shit. If I'm trying to lose 20 pounds, then I know that my, my mind the strengthening and conditioning of all of that together has to be intact for me to get to the to the end but i mean now that you just said what you said now i just don't hit the same because yes what you said is factual and i agree i definitely agree um I agree. But do i think that it has its benefits i think for some possibly yes there's more than one way to skin a cat and i think it depends on who you are as a person and what you need to be motivated by do i think it's the best option or the right thing to do on all facets not necessarily but i mean you know just is it has been what it has been i don't i won't say it is what it is so yeah
2: i, I i'll say it like this this is how i'm not gonna say glaze but this is how i <laughs> Cause, I, Cause, the way the way I'm afraid you gonna be like,
0: messed what? Rick messed you up now when you when you made that comment. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So,
2: so, so the way the way band practice operated with me was uh, when I was uh, joining the organization. The funny thing is, like, um, I literally sat down and it was like, "Say we're gonna do this theory work together." And literally, that's how I feel like I'm strong in music theory. It was because we have specific sessions where during band practice, where we were going over music theory to make the person better. My thing is whatever you're doing. And like, uh, bubble kid just said, if you're trying to lose weight and you have a partner, that's like, Hey, get up and go run with me. You know what I'm saying? Is that technically hazing? No, nah, that's not hate. Well, really? by definition, i'm glaze. sorry glaze glaze my bad my bad band practice this is hard like this is this this is glazing right here this is a prime example of glazing right here no but uh if if you have a partner that says hey man let's uh let's go to band practice and you're trying to lose weight physically you don't want to do it but it's for the benefit of you so if your methods is making that person or individual better as a better human being that's something different because we all need accountability partners, I think when we uh, when we turn it to a belittling aspect, like Rick said, or a uh, diminishing character, and so now that particular person has been glazed, and now it's like you finish your process. <laughs> See, it's so bad. They've been glazed. They've been you know dripped with icing so much. Now all of a sudden, straight
3: jerkins, straight Jergens.
2: <laughs> Not, not you in the, not you in the chapter. Mean like this, the dude over here. Like, like, ain't, ain't that crazy? Like we, and then it's like we take a sense of pride in it. I mean, it's, but I think it's a sense of maturity that honestly I don't think our founders intended it for that. Now I can't speak about every ritual, and I'm not going to open up our minds. But I'm just saying, like we know where it comes from.
3: Hey Kwan, when y'all was in band practice, y'all was glazing each other, bro. <laughs> nah,
2: no, I was, I was having a, I was having a music theory. You know what oh. I'm
3: saying? Oh, that's what I they call it these days. Y'all was doing that theory, huh? <laughs> the-
1: Nah, 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 nah. That's but funny. I will
5: say, I think part of it is too, is that some of that stuff is absolutely ridiculous. You made this, you made this up. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no benefit in this. You know what I'm saying? Like some of that stuff. I mean, like I'm, and I hate to bring this up. Um, like the, it was this organization. It wasn't the D9 Org again, okay, Virginia State with all these organizations. The young, um, there was somebody who died because they made them cross try to cross a river at night. Excuse me. Some stuff you just gotta be smarter than.
3: No, Don't no, that happened. Didn't didn't the sigmas at P.V. kill somebody for making him drink too
5: Uh-oh. much water or something? like that? Let me yeah. explain something to you. No. It's certain stuff. When I, when I call my mom, like, listen, because I could talk to my mom about this kind of stuff. Hey, I got that call. She was like, I'm going to tell you right now as a woman, and I know you've always been strong-willed, but you need to decide what your limits are and stick to them. The reality mm-hmm. is nobody can help your organization if they did. That doesn't make any sense. I don't understand how some of these people thought that some of this stuff was okay. And the reality is, and I've had to so Rick's point conversations, you know, because Sorors would say to me and the other advisor for zeta Gamma like, you know, well, da 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 da. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Do you want a chapter? Or do you want that? Like you gotta choose. Cause it's not, it's not going to be the same way. Now we'll be 60 on December 1st, the chapter But do you want to see another 60 like these? It's not the same. It's not going to be And anything that's not evolving, changing, growing is dead. It's not going to be the same way. I want in, in 60 years, if I get to see 60 more years of life for my chapter to still be here. I want other people to be able to come to Norfolk State and have that opportunity. One is not worth the other. And I don't mean no harm. And I tell them all the time. I don't know what... I don't care what you heard about me, who I used to be, or all that other stuff. I'm going to tell you right now, Zayt's not paying no bills, babe. I get paid by Anthem, all right? So y'all do something crazy if you want to. I'm going to throw you under the wheels. Woo! Under the wheels, because my paycheck come from... I'm not going down for nothing that don't help me pay my mortgage. So the the <coughs> philosophy has to change. I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Zayt's not cutting no checks. I'm, no. Mm-mm. And I tell... The silk has the same thing. You can do some crazy if you want to. I'm a, I'm going a, I'm to a sing like a canary. I didn't know none of it, but I heard this. I sure will.
2: I'll never forget, Prob, Prob Jones told me when I was uh, a freshman. He said, Look here, young man. <laughs> he said, If it's between you or my job,
1: nah. it's going
2: to be you every time. Have a nice day. <laughs>
3: Say, listen here, boss. Hey,
2: listen. <laughs> he, said, he said, uh, 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 mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Come here, uh. Come here, boss. Come here, boss. Just remember this. If it's between you and my job, it's going to be you.
5: But I'm, I'm going to say this, and it's probably going to be controversial. 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 Why well, I can't speak today? Something's going on, Lord. What I'm going to say is, you gotta have some too of many this donuts. Stuff, Okay, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> brain, I'm triggered. Okay, I'm triggered. So my brain is, you know, I'm triggered because, you know, I, you know, I, glazing was a thing when I was in school. In all facets, okay? Um, all
0: facets of glazing. Was, 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 all
5: facets of glazing, okay? We ain't had as many, much glazing going on as Virginia State, but it was some glazing. Um,
2: I'm really starting to get confused right now. Like, really. Because it's like, because y'all said glazing and self mail, and then y'all talking about glizzies.
5: <laughs>
2: like, I'm very intelligent.
5: Um, I feel like some of this stuff, why did you show up for it I, or take that? Because I'm going to tell you, like Rick said, it was just certain things you weren't going to do to me, especially that me, that version of me. <laughs> it's just certain stuff you just were not going to do to me. Like, I don't understand like some of the stuff that people are share about their process, and I look at them different.: you, but somebody, you let somebody spit in your face? How does that make me better? How does that make me better? And one of my things, I told everybody, do not hit me in my face. I promise you, listen, I don't care what's going on in life. this whole shit getting shut down, somebody hit me in my face. Please understand.:
1: y'all yeah, so, yeah, know. What
5: i'm just gonna it's certain stuff i wasn't gonna do that i decided i wasn't gonna do like you couldn't ask me to cross no river at night in the dark why you do it first and you let me know how that go no i'm not doing that i I don't understand some of these decisions but i also don't understand some of these people agreeing to do it
4: yeah and i I think that that kind of goes back to the conversation like yeah we can laugh and joke about it but that's also because i know or have seen have heard or whatever certain principles morals or like you said boundaries so within certain boundaries or you know if you know ha he he but i think that just goes to show like who what type of people are doing those types of things are taking it that far and i think that that goes back to something that we hit on last week yo why in the first place because the people that i have the utmost respect for would never you know in terms of the the very very end of the spectrum i just say that
3: but the other part of that maya is this having been a big brother for a long time i have no desire to spit in somebody's face or beat somebody into right. their uh, life why because at the end of the day if we chose you it's because we wanted you to be our frat brother not some dude we hate and never want to talk to again.
1: Or oh, make you hate here. us.
3: Right. And I ain't gonna sit up here and lie. Um, you know, I was not I I partook in glazing donuts at one point. You know what I'm saying? What about right?
4: tasing? It's tasing for phasing.
3: Oh, no, tasing I'm having
0: way too much fun with this glazing. Yeah, glazing, <laughs> right. Keep glazing but at the end going. of the this, day, is, I made is, a decision
3: good. that ain't for me. Like, I'm not doing that no more. You know, like at the end of the day, like Portia said, I like having a job, I like having a, I like having a check. I like being able to come home and turn my lights on and know the lights gonna come on because I paid my dang on bills. And I'll tell a young person quit. And Portia, maybe we different because A, we old, but B, we both been faculty advisors before. Guys, you can lose your job and not even be at school. Okay.
1: You be a- at home, sleep,
3: enjoying some Z daddies. And <sighs> next thing you know, you wake up the next morning to an email, Mr. Brown, we need you to report it. No. You're not about to hit me with that. No. If I'm in charge of it, I'm sorry. That ain't happening. You don't right. like it, you need to pick another advisor. Mm. Point blank, period. I'm not going to jail because this Fuck, person wants to cross, plus no whatever. Body. Right.
5: Um, now, I have done some things that probably should have landed me there. But at <laughs> this age and stage,
3: <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I
2: ain't gonna incriminate myself because I don't I was never a glazer. Mm. <laughs>
3: but all I'm saying is I I well, I Well, you think know, good as well you didn't drop that glaze off at some
4: I <laughs> <laughs> mean how many exactly how many
1: opportunities did
2: you have? <laughs> hey, person I dropped glaze on, we go to <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, nah, <laughs>
6: um, nah, nah,
1: <laughs> nah, <laughs> 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 I, re- I refuse
6: oh to incriminate myself. Oh,
1: my God.
2: <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm from New Orleans, bro. We don't even play them type of games. Nah, I'm, nah. Hey, y'all see y'all about to get this Rico charge. Y'all about to be like, Young Doug. Nah, all I'm saying is I just feel like what really pisses me off is the people that glaze that never got glazed, though. Ooh, child! They be the super glazers. You know what I'm saying? They be the super super glazers. I don't like them. I don't like. <laughs> now we need to end this. <laughs> Not
4: that bad. <laughs> this conversation is awesome.
3: <laughs> so Maya, let me ask you about your glazing. So <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> don't get it in your eye. <laughs> Foxes
1: make that booty and clap. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. This has gone left. I oh, cannot. Oh my god. Oh oh,
4: my, I'm,
0: I'm literally to...
5: crying. Like,
0: that, uh... I shouldn't take. I, I mean, oh my god. I'm trying to <laughs> keep it <you> serious. <laughs> it's, it's hey,
2: so, hey, serious question. What was your worst glazing experience, yo?
3: I I'm not gonna answer that. One. I, don't
5: I don't have, have one. Zeta yeah, Beta Sorority, Incorporated is a non pledging non-hazing organization. Glazing. I My mean, worst. non-glazing organization. <clears throat> we showed up showed up to some study sessions, and then we probated. Okay, that, that's it. That's D A S S it.
0: My worst glazing experience was when I was in high school. I can tell you that, that was that was pretty bad.
2: My my worst glazing experience
3: was uh, in my lodge. I don't eat donuts and sugar no more, so I don't glaze. I was
1: gonna say Krispy Kreme, it was pretty good. <laughs> hey,
0: was the light on for you? <laughs> to sugar, I'm Let me ask you guys this question: uh, Can somebody explain to me why, for some people, it makes sense to be glazed to be in van?
3: It makes absolutely no sense and i don't get it whatsoever i thought Wait, I was... did you say
4: explain why some people think that
3: it
0: may yeah
4: <sighs> because i think like all other things that culture
5: has been shared i mean yep. drumline my whole high school band went to go see that um and that experience was conveyed and then again people tell stories about well, to get in, you know, the Legion, I had to do this, or to get in that, I had to do this, or you know somebody coming from your high school, and you tell them, get ready, because it's going to be like this, and it's going to be like that, so there's some expectation. The other thing is, you know, people feel like, you know, this is what they did, so I want to do it, too, Um, so I just think it's it's passed down, and y'all evidently was getting hazed up in high school, so evidently it's a continuation. I didn't experience that. That's crazy as hell to me, but
1: it seems to be a continuation. Of, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because
0: I will, I will take full ownership of that. I was not everybody else on the panel, but I was getting glazed in high school.
2: I like this, bro. I never forget. I was a, a senior in high school. He was, he was glazed getting glazed
3: in high. was high school. High, he was a young nut. Yes. <laughs>
0: uh, and, hey. and, and Rick, let's not forget, we got glazed in 902.
1: Yeah. Hey
2: like this I went to um I was a senior in high school I'm not gonna say the college but I went to go visit the college right and uh my mama was with me and uh <clears throat> my mama was talking to the band director and was like yeah my son wants to go here so forth and so on and my mama said hey I heard y'all be glazing up here don't you put your hand on my baby and and the band director specifically turned around and said well this ain't the son for you this ain't the school for your son because we glaze up here have a nice day, and walked off.
5: Wait, this is well, in oh high school? school. I'll be John. She told, "Wow, what year was this? What year was this? Did they just Man, uh, give
1: out the school? You can at least give out the
2: year. Good lord! Yeah,
1: oh, it was it was, it was on five.
5: Oh well, yeah. You know, at that time, our football team was probating at Norfolk State, and it was all kinds of shit going
2: on. Everybody
3: was there. I was
4: in the school
2: at '06. It was glazing, bro.
3: Yeah." Ooh. Well, here's the thing, though, too, y'all. Like, like Portia, you just bought it up. These schools be having some of the most garbage organizations that do the most absolute most when it comes to that
2: organization that was glazing.
3: Because there was this one, like, I ain't never mind. It was a lot of North State,
0: but the Not thing to tell, about you it, to talk about the flamethrowers, weren't you? I was, I was. You already knew. <laughs> you can't stand the flamethrowers, <laughs> yeah, yeah bro. Probably because they, they hit the hook, daddy. But yeah. I, I, I mean, but but Rick, I mean, even if you take it off the flamethrowers, dog, we 902, bro. Yeah, you know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong.
1: Y'all
5: so let me pose this yeah. question. So, But the
1: Legion,
3: because you brought up the Legion. Oh, let me say this real quick portion. I'll, okay. I'll get out you. You brought up the Legion. It was widely known when we were in school that the Legion didn't haze. We just didn't. Like Doc was not having that, Mr. Adams and them. They was not having that, and it was so much so that ESPN, uh, HBO, Safe hey, Haven. Haven, Safe Haven, Nick- Haven. Nick-
1: Haven.
3: Nicknamed Haven. us the Safe Haven, the college, and people made fun of us for that. But yeah. but but before you go
0: in, before you go into that, Rick, think about how many of us were kind of tight on that because we yeah. we still wanted to keep the perception that we we got down, but we, we knew we didn't. So, but I don't yeah. think it was so much so the fact
3: that we wanted to keep that perception. We didn't want nobody to have nothing negative to say about the Legion, because they won't go out players. They won't go out marches. They won't. They damn sure won't go out drillers. It won't abandon this country that could out drill the Legion back then when we was in. Hey, what what year was that?
2: Yeah. When, I, when I that when
3: that was old? That was
0: Julian's rookie brother. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Yeah, you're, you're uh, that, was, that was like, that, yeah, that was later on in the year. I think no, that the was,
5: Safe uh, Haven thing came
7: out... Well, six, like, 05, maybe? Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I thought, because that's when yeah. I first honestly heard of, heard of Norfolk, because it wasn't like band tapes was out popping. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's what's up. That's a Safe Haven.
5: So I think my question becomes, is that necessary? Because that ain't what we do, but we got a good band program, so is it necessary? But I I think my other question was, you know, some of us are saying now that it's not quite necessary. I'm not jeopardizing my check for it. But my thing is, you know, since some of us potentially was glazed back in the day, what about it made it acceptable then and not now?
0: I think, uh, and and this is just my personal opinion. I think that it kind of goes back to what you were kind of saying earlier. I think that I agree.
4: I was gonna say the same thing.
0: Idea of of you know the conversations that we were having when we were younger and the expectation of, and we get there and we think. I mean, it's the rite of passage. So I mean, we just we just going through that right. Like when I got to Norfolk, I mean, this this has nothing to do with glazing specifically, but it kind of is if you know anything about the towers. If my I was always told like you 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 ain't really at Norfolk State unless you didn't cross through them towers, like you didn't actually stayed in them towers and, and felt that that terribleness of getting that alarm pulled and you gotta walk all the way down those steps. Like you ain't if you ain't went through that process, like so I think that, that I think that's just the rite of passage that we felt that we had to do. I think us as older people, we realize how ridiculous it is. And now we're trying to say, hey, we gotta put a stop to this. But I think that now transitions to what Rick was, was talking about earlier, when the, the reason why these things are still in place is because people our age and maybe older can't let it go. So I think there's there, it's unfortunately the two things canceling themselves out.
5: But I think I want to argue something different. I don't know if it's solely that we can't let it go. I think that there's and the reason I asked that question is to kind of segue into this. I think there's some expectation. That I should be going through this. That if I'm gonna be in one of these organizations, I want this so I can feel like I'm legitimate. And my thing is is that doesn't legitimize you. It's these rituals, it's these ceremonies that legitimizes you. You have once you go through that, you have all rights, you know, to the same thing that I do. You know what I'm saying? So
3: But the but the other I mean, part is, I oh, go ahead, Maya. Sorry.
4: Oh, i was gonna say i mean truly absolutely fundamentally on uh, tangibly yes but i think that that also goes back into what we said before it's still that sense of belonging of okay are the uh heads going have gone consider me paper or whatever you know what i'm saying <laughs> like i think that it goes against that like i if i if i set out if i want this if i set out for this then I want to make sure, and, and you know, to me, it feels solidified versus not. And I think, but again, that's just a, I think that that's cyclical. I haven't said that in a while, but it's it's a cyclical thought process. Those who you, you we were kind of trained up on the idea of this is what it takes. Then you'd like, okay, on the bottom side of it. Yeah. Technically the rituals and all those things are what signifies it or what, um, i don't really know what the word i'm trying to use is but it's just still a sense of belonging it's that 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 categorization of this is what's gonna make me feel like i got this i uh earned this and i just this is just what i wanted but But i'm I'm not saying that. that i agree i'm just saying i think that's the overall thought process of it
3: but the other part of that maya is what i was saying that comes from us but i'm gonna be honest like like we
4: still make uh you you we hit we said it a couple times here it'll subconsciously make a joke about it if you're mm -hmm. not if you're not so it's kind of like okay well am i pleasing or am i not pleasing are you do you really feel that way or do you not really feel that way because if i'm still gonna subconsciously joke about it do i truly feel on the right side of the spectrum or am i still a little bit in between
3: yeah, I mean, but that was the thesis of my argument. As old heads, we got to we gotta change. True. We can't keep expecting the young people to do the right thing. Like, the schools are not playing. Like, my, when I first went to college, and this is a true story, y'all, I thought one of the first things I had to do was I needed to watch School Days. School Days was already one of my favorite movies. So, for me... I watched school days as a, a prerequisite to Pledge of Omega because I thought that was like a rites of passage. Everybody watched school days. Back then, they used to have this book, uh, the Divine Nine book. Everybody went and got that Divine Nine book from um, from Barnes and Nobles. I had I had that Divine Nine book. Yep. <laughs> um, like It was like things that everybody was doing because they thought that's what they were supposed to do. But like Portia said, that ain't it. Learn that thing on knowledge. Go and and improve your community. That's what it means to be in these organizations. And so I guess it raises a bigger question. Are we truly teaching what it means to be in our organization?
4: That's what I was going to say. Because, okay, but being on the outside end, you don't know that. But then on the other side of it, it's like, well, how how do you know when to draw the line of giving too much? Or when the place, you know, okay, well, above the age of six, you don't need to be wearing no future or whatever the case may be. So
2: it's like, again, that's a catch-22 for both sides. Right. So, so, so for me, what I realize uh, about it all is, again, going to African Americans, we are tribal people. Like, if you could even go back to Africa, there are certain rituals that the men go through that we'd be like, damn, like, why are you going through that? Like, if you go to some uh, rituals where they, like, literally scar the skin as a mark of a man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but I think Maya said it you want to, you don't pick this organization that you want to be in to, to be rejected. Like, what's the point? So sometimes your mindset could also be, well, I'm going to endeavor through this glazing so that I can fix it because I know for a fact that everybody that got glazed wasn't glazers. They kept the icing to themselves. So it's like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta sometimes, (laughs) you gotta sometimes like look at it from that perspective. Like, like, some, some people really have changed their, uh, their entire chapter and culture from the house of icing to just, you know, fried bread. Like, I mean, it just depends. But nobody wants to have that perception going back to it as they're being weak. So you either you're going to be a glazed donut or you could be a beignet. If you're cool with being a beignet, be cool with it. I'm just saying. I could really freestyle this thing. I'm I'm really doing good. Hey
0: man, you did a phenomenal job on putting them pieces together, man. That, that an that, alpha. Y'all. I'm
2: just good saying. Job. Good that's job. I'll I I get do. That,
0: that glaze anyway. I get that <laughs> now see, that's this is where you start messing up, Rick. Everybody
2: Because <laughs> I could have said something with bananas, but now I'm like, nah, let me, I'm done. I'm gonna come back.
3: Hey, friend!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: man, okay, man. We gotta keep this thing rolling, man. And we gotta stop talking about glazing. (laughs) And and, 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 yeah, because
2: hey, that's gonna be a shirt. Somebody in the comments, bro. I gotta go back up to it. Somebody said, just um, glaze, just glaze. Hey, with, the
0: with the hot
3: nail <laughs> with the yeah. hot sign.
0: No glazing. No glazing hey, over here. Yo, yo, real talk. That shirt's gonna be in the store like tomorrow, bro. So <laughs> everybody who wants your just glaze shirt, check out the store tomorrow. I will have that join up tomorrow, bro. All right, uh man, let's keep let's keep this thing moving, man. Cause I ain't gonna say that we got out of hand, but that one was hilarious. All right, man. Every, welcome everybody to talk that talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band hbcu band culture music music education and more man y'all go ahead and smash that like that because you don't want to get glazed i right? uh, also please make sure that you subscribe to the passion network and turn on notifications man also this episode will be up tomorrow on all your podcasts and networks just type in real talk that talk on apple podcast just type in talk that talk this is also the last uh topic so please Uh, look in the chat. I'll be putting the link in the chat so that you can come in and talk that talk with us. All right, last topic. Does the perception of Greek life align with the reality of Greek life? I'll ask the question one more time. Does the perception of Greek life align
1: with the reality of Greek life? uh rick go ahead and start first bro um it used to
3: he used to it is no longer that and i'm gonna use a couple of examples for this right when i watch school days just to bring that back up being greek looked like the best thing that ever ever existed like like i'm sorry y'all i used to picture being big brother almighty that was me i had that little fine meet with me i was the dean i was man like it was it that was like my dream i wanted to be big dean big brother almighty and then um when i actually went in and figured out what it was like to actually do it that dream got squashed real quick like oh we actually got to do this work we actually got to um you know, do something that's going to paint Omega in a, in a better light than what, you know, what we, let, we we came into. My job is to further the organization. I think at some point, being came Greek, becoming Greek, it was like, um, not only do I have to do this, I have to, it's like it didn't have the exclusivity that it used to have. And another example of that is like masonry. You never knew a bunch of Masons. At some point at Norfolk State, it was more mason nail your campus than it was Greek paraphernalia on campus And I'm sitting there like, hey, bro, I, when I came in, it will not nearly this much now. It seemed like everybody and they mama crossed. And then it used to, and I don't know how it was at PV, but it was usually the people that couldn't get into the fraternities and the sororities.
1: I
2: agree. And there was walk around. We uh, y'all know who what y'all founders was first. Right. Oh yeah, you know, already. So have, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that is right. you know where
1: you Well, what's no. your GPA, bro?
2: How
5: about that? What's your
3: GPA?
2: From? I, I, I mean, I fell off this semester, but uh, yeah, nah, you're right. You're right.
3: Who's your dad? You know who who came up with all y'all? Who's your daddy?
2: Bro, oh. I, I swear, man, they had a dude that had a jacket on. The square and compass, and you had all of the uh, yeah,
0: all the uh, crests from every fraternity. Man,
2: I had got so mad because that's that's not what it's for. That keep going, Rick.
3: But that's my point exactly. Man, a lot of these organizations have lost that exclusivity and that luster that they used to have, and I think that's because the standard of the person that we allowed in our organizations dropped. It was a rite of passage for smart people to be in these organizations. Yeah, the minimum was 2.5, but it won't many of them crossing these organizations. When I played as Omega, I had a 3.75. Oh, sorry, 3.7. When I got offline, I had a 3.75. My GPA went up because A, I knew I was a student and a scholar first, but B, so. I wanted to paint Omega in the in the, in the best light I could. And that was the chapter that I came into. Like, my chapter is just different. And like, that's just who we were as a chapter. Like the, the standard of excellence was extremely high. Like I said, nobody ever took it harder on me than Brothers of Again. even to th- this day. I, you know, I had one experience outside of my chapter as a Neo, where I was dirty and the brother got me together real quick. I went to the second district conference with a bald head. I had only been offline for a few, like a week or two. And I went up to Jersey for the second district conference and I'm in there with a bald head and a white frat shirt on. Mm -hmm. And after that weekend, I learned real quick that I had to tighten up even as a Neo, they didn't care. I was a Neo. So I think the standard has been lowered to join these organizations or the thing that we all have experienced members of your chapter that want they boys to be in the fraternity or the sorority or the girls be in the sorority. So they say, I don't care what the standard is this person going to be in here. Cause they, my friend, not being able to determine that that person may not be the best thing for your chapter. And then next thing, you know, your chapter suspended cause they didn't done, done something stupid. So I think the reality is, is that these are people just like any other people, you know, just because they get some letters don't change who they are. So if you lower your standard of entrance, then your expectation or what your chapter is in reality will automatically be lowered because those people won't meet the standard that your fraternity set for great membership. So that's it.
0: All right, Kwan. Does the perception of Greek Greek life align with the reality of Greek life?
1: Yes and no,
2: um, because honestly, from the outside, we only see. Uh, those fraternity brothers or sorority sisters publicly so we all we only see oh man you know they're doing a, a campus cleanup oh man look like they all get together uh they all get along you know like that's what we you know assume and sometimes that's not always true um but one thing that is true is it depends solely on your experience and your chapter um when i first um saw Alphas, man, those brothers was registering people to vote. Those brothers were, you know, uh, helping people move in, tutoring, like, anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought that just was, like, was up? Like, they were the smart dudes on um, PV's campus. And I was like, man, like, for Dr. King's uh, um, birthday, they were, you know, serving Prairie View. And I thought that that was, was up. Um, and when I got in as a... Uh, Uh, a graduate member those brothers embraced me those brothers you know uh gave me knowledge about alpha uh past you know just uh american history and african-american history but we was diving into herman uh hermetic philosophies and they just were great thinkers and like those were the guys that i wanted to be around that piqued my interest in being great um could have a conversation about sports but then talk about theology, but then talk about finances. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, For me, it satisfied Quan. You know, so like I say, the Greek life aligned to what I saw with the core brothers that I have. Um, I know it's six brothers in my phone right now that I could call if my life is on a line that I know that they will come and help me. Um, so it, it did align for me for, uh, for that.
1: So I think it just depends on uh, that person's chapter and then their overall experience.
0: All right. Uh, Portia does the, re- the does the perception? Oh, I was about to say reception. Does the perception of Greek life align with the reality of Greek life?
5: I don't think so because you know, a lot of what you see is the glitz, the glam and the fun um but there's so much work that goes into if you're doing things the right way um and I have been around Zay my whole life but once I crossed and we started getting them chapter meetings and you know you had to learn Robert's rules of order and parliamentary procedure and learning how to handle business and write minutes and all this other stuff and then you know, I got to the grad chapter and it's 20 committees, you know, you need to serve on these and then you start being a chair. I was vice president of my grad chapter. You know, it's kind of like, this is real life stuff. You know, it's way beyond these letters. Like I'm doing stuff weekly, like daily, you know, when I was vice president, it was an ongoing thing. And so even being around you know, I would go you know with my grandmother's to meetings sometimes, and you know my mom would even go to meetings and come back, but to actually be in the trenches, I think until you in that, you don't know um, what it is, like to Rick's point, you know. People would see KK sign TBS, but nobody on the outside knew what Dr. Sample was doing to them people. You know what I'm saying? So the perception is one thing, but that actual work is a totally different beast. At least in my experience, you know, and it's fulfilling. Like that saying about now the work begins. For me, that was real. I was like, oh, we had fun, but baby, you gonna learn all of this. How to do business, you're going to know how to run a chapter efficiently. You know what I'm saying? So it, th- what the whole that goes into that, even on the undergraduate level, those meetings, how they have to meet outside of the meetings to get the stuff together to bring to the meeting, you know, all of that, none of that is kind of like known until you in the trenches.
2: But I, I think that's the beautiful part of it that made each of us better people. Like to learn how to uh, agree to disagree, to learn how to uh, problem solve, how to learn how to, you know, uh, even sometimes personalities clash. But at the end of the day, you still my brother or sister. I think that's the beauty of it, you know, and even like you just mentioned with parliamentary procedure, that carries over into the business life and corporate world, you know, because it's a way to lay on the table, you know, or, you know, uh, let's table this, you know, and so forth and so on. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. And I, and I think when you go in with the right motive, that's what makes it even better.
0: Going back to the original, I think the first original topic, just talking about the social media part of it, just kind of taking out the social media aspect and just kind of remembering how we, perceived um greek life i just i I believe that our perception of how we received it versus what the social media perspective is is a little different because i think that people are getting it at a younger age so with that being said do you think that we need to do a better job of how we present our greek-lettered organizations in the public eye Um.
1: Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I think
2: I think, you know, on social media, it, it is about glitz and glamour on social media. Like nobody sees, you know, for example, for one selfie, you possibly took that picture 30 times, you know, until you got your angle right. You know, I'm learning by angles. But uh, the whole point is, you know, th- there are certain aspects of work ethic that I, I believe that you can't even show on social media because it wouldn't even do it justice. But that's why when you're going through your vetting process, that person truly has to have a heart for that organization. You have to have a heart to be an alpha, a specific type of heart, or to be an omega man, so forth and so on. You got to have a, the, the heart for it because you're going to pay for it, not just financially for real, but you're going to pay for it, blood, sweat and time. So that's the mentality. I think they, that's it's certain things on social media can't show you. And it's just some things you can't teach. You just got to live it.
0: And I think, and and that's kind of why I kind of brought up the, the, the social media aspect versus the, what our experience was and our perception of it when we received it, typically either through somebody who was a mentor to us, or when we actually stepped on the co- college campus, because in most cases, yeah, you saw them on the college campus, Party and stuff, but you also saw them doing the work at some capacity. You know, even if you had a mentor, you watched, you were around that mentor in a, in a mentee kind of position. So you respected the organization from that aspect and not necessarily the quote unquote, as you, as you said earlier, Quan, the glitz and the glamor part of it, you saw them being a actual force in your life. Uh, An inspiration in your life and you, and you saw that as part of the connection to that organization so on, on, on what you said Quan, I, I can definitely agree with you Rick, any final thoughts on this topic, bro?
3: No, man not really, man, I think that at the end of the day we just gotta understand that all the glitter is never gold you know, like things always, I always tell people when they join the organization, Omega is not a utopia it's not it's not perfect. We are an imperfect organization with imperfect people. You know, and to me, that's what makes us both unique and amazing. You know, like, I don't want a perfect organization. I want an organization that needs working, always can have somebody great come up the ranks and make it better. But at the end of the day, as long as we are improving the life of black people in our community, then, I'm, then you know, we're doing a job. So that's it.
0: All right, man, that was the final topic. I put the link in the chat. Um, We'll give you some time to go ahead and click the link if you want to come in and talk that talk with us. If not, we will do our final closeouts right after this commercial break. The wait is over. The U.S. Band's adjudicated Battle of the Bands now has three new locations added. Sunday, October 9th in Montgomery, Alabama. Sunday, October 16th in Petersburg, Virginia. Saturday, November 5th in Raleigh, North Carolina. And Saturday, November 12th on the campus of Prairie View A&M University. For more information, go to www.usbands.org and we'll see you there. All right. I I gotta do another commercial for that. I don't know. I'm I'm in the mood of doing a lot of more graphics and stuff. A lot of rebranding that happened this
2: past week. Say, Rick, you going to all of those events too? Because you're
3: adjudicating all of them except North Carolina. Man, I can't I can't miss them. um I have a game that night, but that week. But other than that, yeah, I'll be at all of them.
1: Okay. All
0: right, man. Let's get ready to close out. Let me ask you guys this very quick question before we get ready to close out. Did y'all even notice the
1: new intro? Dope. I did. All of it has been dope. We're talking. Oh, okay. My bad.
0: Cause I ain't nobody. Cause last time when I when I did the pre the the other intro before that, I was like, man, that joint. I I did the new one, and I was like, oh, okay, what up? do no, we like, just I expect. I y'all noticed know. it or not. You not. we up? just
2: expect. We just expect greatness from you, bro. It's okay.
0: Oh, man, I got a tear coming out of my eye, man. I appreciate you.
2: Uh,
5: oh, Lord.
0: I stay glazed. <laughs> got a glizzy. I got a glizzy. Let's bang it out. Uh, man, uh, we got a guest coming in, man. Chuck, what's going on, bro? <laughs>
1: hey, what up, y'all?
8: <laughs> I don't know if that was the direction y'all were trying to go to, but the show is going far left. Not no glaze,
0: zone. <laughs> hey man, you gotta keep it glazed in this room, brother.
8: Right. What's up, y'all? Y'all doing all right?
0: Yeah, we good, man. What you got?
8: Cool, man. Um I was just uh wanted to talk about you were uh to just talk about the perception. Um I know for me, uh the first time I uh saw KK Side on top of the Sigma, um that was at the uh the family camp. Uh, I think it was in summer ninety nine and What impressed me, because first off, I didn't know that uh, bands, you know, had fraternities and sororities. Right. And so uh, when I got on that campus, every every drum major, every section leader and the entire band staff were uh, members of, you know, KK and Top Beta Sigma. And they were tight on their horn. They could march their tail off and they had some like strong leadership, you know, qualities. So I know for me, that's what impressed, you know me and then you know just fortunate had an active chapter at the university that I attended. And so um I know that perception for me was big. I was like, okay, these guys are all good and ladies as well too at what they do. So I think that's the organization for me. And so uh and then for for D9, my high school director, alpha Man, he actually, you know, brought me through my process. And two of my college directors, uh, Dr. Hodge and uh, Dr. Kenneth Ruff and at, A&T, are both alpha men. And so, um, like you were mentioning, just like the mentoring aspect, I know that's what it was for me. Um, and then I looked at several other, not only band directors, but also like coaches and things like that. And I'm like, oh, man, you know, come to find out they were alpha men as well, too. I was like, so that just makes sense. But I, I think more now we see young individuals, like looking at it as an aspect of, you know, okay, this looks cool. I know some of my high school students, sometimes like, well, I like their colors. I don't like their colors, you know, versus like the whole uh, mentorship um, aspect.
0: Yeah, man, that that impression in, uh, is definitely, I think, and, and for me it was necessary, right? Cause, and it, it it implants something in you that makes you uphold the organization a lot differently than just in my personal opinion, just the, as we say in KK Side, party hop and you don't give a dang, right? There's like a lot of other aspects of that mentorship that I think is necessarily necessary and important. So the fact that, you know, you had all of those men, like my band director was an alpha, you know, um, and and at the time, like and I think I told this story last show, my big brother. He, he was an alpha, but he wanted to be an alpha because of, you know, what they were doing and what they stood for. And I, at, you know, I looked up to my big brother. So, you know, for me, that was just a spark of, of, of mentorship in a way. So, you know, I think that we uphold the organizations the way that they're presented to us. And when they have, when we have those visions of mentorship, it really holds a place to us, which makes us want to gravitate to those organizations more.
8: Yeah, definitely facts. Um, I remember having a conversation with the uh, late, great uh, Dr. Harold Bray. Uh, he used to be uh, band director at Alabama um, State. He was at bethune Cookman for a little bit, and he was at Fable State when I was there, and he definitely a uh, proud Omega, you know, and, and that was the first time when I had a conversation with him, he was talking about the difference, you know, because uh, the Omegas just had came back on the yard. If they ever say they'd been gone for some years, and uh, we're like, hey, you know, they'll, they'll go to your frat brothers, you know, what I'm saying to go to Q's. He's like, nah, I ain't a Q. I'm a, I'm an Omega man. And that was the first time that I heard like that separation. And he, his undergrad was at Grambling State University. Uh, with, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Harold Halton, I believe, is is from Grambling, and and he used to say he was like when we were on campus he was like, we ran everything. You know, we were SGA, we were dorm, you know, RAs, we ran everything. He was like, that's what we did. You know, drum major, sexually he was in the band. He was like, that was our number one goal. So I remember as a freshman hearing that, and, you know, just kind of getting a different perspective of what, you know, denying the whole purpose, you know, on campus or or what they should be doing. And, And I think it's different. Everywhere you go, um, like Rick was saying, at PWIs, um, you see smaller, you know, uh, chapters, and that makes things a whole lot tighter. I used to, you know, uh, I mean, I think it's everywhere you go now for our undergraduate chapters, but certain organizations, I mean, they have a hundred and something people like come in at one time. And I'm just like, I mean, as, as you know what I'm saying, as a undergraduate member of an, organization, an alum, and a former dean i couldn't imagine how to get those amount of individuals get i mean it's like being a band director and having people say all right i want a big band but you don't you know want to inherit them problems unless you're ready unless you're ready unless you got a good support group and 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 staff and individuals because it's it's a whole lot just to get people on the bus and get them to A to B. And, and so when I see those groups, they have so many people, like a of the people. I'm like, man, one, they can't possibly know each other. Two, like, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I had fortunately as a dean nine. We started with 25 and went to nine. And and, and that was a lot. Glaze. That was a lot of glazing going a lot on. Of glazing. No, 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 no. Let me tell you, that, that GPA glaze is real. We'll start oh, there. Oh, yeah. Okay, that GPA glaze is real. And, and, and to be honest... And we know there was probably some folks, you know, uh, uh, that we, we know of all people that, you know, that weren't in school and that were in the bed and some of them individuals ended up getting some rites of passages that they shouldn't have. Um, and, and, and that, you know, that, 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 that's always the, 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 the beginning. I think Quan was saying that just about the whole vetting process. Um, I, I know for us in the time and even here, even like I can say for my chapter now is, um, you know, and we're talking about specifically KK Psy, that word honorary is important, you know, and I think sometimes that sometimes we may miss that. We may miss that. You know, there wasn't no slouches coming in in terms of musicianship because we just weren't allowing that, you know. And so I think we, we kind of we can dilute that whole vetting process like Kwan was talking about if we don't, you know, um, stand on what these organizations are founded for
0: absolutely bro and let me make one more comment uh on something that you said you know i can't stand and i've seen this happen a lot i can't stand when there's like a hundred people across the organization to be like four people for a step show like that just doesn't make any sense how does that happen
5: <laughs> i just couldn't imagine it was nine of us
8: and that was just a struggle i just
1: ooh,
8: child. five and five on my case i <laughs> five five good lord you know and and that's why i respect like you have some some chapters i won't say any names but some chapters that will have a fall and spring intake and they have two maybe three and those individuals are tight in terms of you know musicianship knowledge and things like that and 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 i you know i respect that i respect that um I, i again um if you just let anybody in and that's with our bands as well, too, you let anybody in just in and it dilutes what it's there for. um, You know? And so I, I, yeah, I I just, I just never could understand it because I know what I had to learn and (laughs) I'm like, that was difficult enough just for a smaller group, let alone a whole bunch of people.
0: Yeah, you right, bro. All right, man. I appreciate you, man. You know we always appreciate your input, man. Appreciate your support, Chuck. Thanks.
8: No glaze on. No glaze. No glaze on. <laughs> no glaze on. <laughs> All right,
0: y'all. All right, bro. Once again, man. Oop, my bad. Smits, my bad. Come on. Anyway, uh, once again, man. Uh, if you guys want to pick up that uh that uh that glaze shirt, I'm gonna have that fresh tomorrow. All right, so just stop by the store. You can pick that up. Like
1: Realtalkthattalk.com. You can pick that up or any of the other merchandise is available. All right. Oh, shoot. We got another one in here. Good brother. hey what's going on, bro? Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey, Ricky
7: B. Hey, what's up, boyfriend?
3: Quan, <laughs> these are my two best friends in the whole world right yeah. here, Quan.
2: Oh man, that's what's up, man. So you got all your best friends on the phone.
3: You got oh, man, I'm so, happy, man. You. I'm so happy, man. I'm so happy, Porsche. Oh Lord, I'm so happy.
0: Hi Blazer.
1: I'm bad about that. <laughs> no, yeah, you um,
7: this, bro. I had to turn I guess my TV went up when I came here. Yeah, um, good conversation. Um, I came in because I I heard the conversation about us being at the table and, you know, and how important that is. I can't stress that enough. Um, I joined Find Me Off in 2008 and I've been in leadership ever since. And so, and that's local in a chapter, state in a province um, as a collegiate student, then national level as a collegiate, and now um, a governor down here in Texas. And on top of that, I put in the comments earlier when Quan had made a comment um, on our commission on standards, which handles all the hazing stuff. I've been on that for 10 years. And so um, I could definitely tell that changes have been made from ha- for having a, a black broad at the table. Um, especially from an HBCU perspective, because y'all probably wouldn't even believe this, but we've sat in meetings and watched probates. And it's like forcing, right? Because I want you to see it. I want you to understand it. Because one of the things that happens in white organizations is grill sessions is what they call it. That's hazing, which is if I ask you a question, but I don't give you enough time to answer it before I ask the next question. And then I keep doing it that's hazing and a probate can come off that way if you've never seen it before so um i think that and find me off to change their stance on probates um they support probates now because they understand them and so i think that we have to get at the table claw our way fight our way to get at the table um and i you know i do that even with bros, like, hey, I'm going here, you need to be there, let's let's go, get in the car, let's go visit. Um, and so I think it's important. And, and it starts at the local level, right? Because, you know, you got to show up and run for the positions, you might lose, right? I, I, I complete transparency, I lost, I ran for a national position, uh last national convention I found me off and lost and that was and it hurt right because it was my first time ever running for something and not getting it and um i lost it and it was like okay cool what's next and then i got this position that i have now so yeah it's definitely important for us to to get involved for sure
3: how hard was it for you being new to the fraternity and getting involved like your chapter was new you were new how hard was that
7: you know, it was easier than what I think people would think it would be because I was new. So, you know this, Rick, I was a, a fire starter. Like I came in and started fires on purpose. And I was like the type that would set shit on fire and then go and sit and watch it burn. And, <laughs> and that's how I, I made my way, right? Cause you, uh, I, I'll tell y'all the story about Rick. We went, we, Rick had just finished and we took him to our province meeting and we was talking about money like paying dues or something and rick was like well where does our dues go to and to see how shook those people were because nobody had ever asked those type questions it was just you paying this money and we putting it in an account and we paying this money every year so rick was like what are we paying this money for right and that was that's how we started that stuff right because it was like they're going to come in and they're going to shake the table. I'm going to shake this tree and I'm going to watch stuff fall. Right. And that's how we did it. Like, um, the leader at the time, he's still the leader of Virginia, but he told us, he would tell us like, Hey, you email me and I'm purposely not going to respond for a week. Cause I want you to think about the answer before I give it to you. That's stupid. Cause what if it's an emergency? And you just let sitting there watching it, you know, whatever. So that was my thing was to challenge that like, Hey, you can't do that. And we're going to, we're going to make sure that you don't do that. And so that's how it starts. to think um, I started out as a fire starter. Now um, I hate when I get those kind of leaders that I got to work with. Like, don't do that to me. Like, like I know the game cause I did it. Um, and so I do my absolute best to make sure that you can't do that too. That's, that's the other part of that. So, cause if yeah. I'm on my stuff, you can't, you got to be on your stuff. And even now,
3: like you said, man, you still in a position of leadership. Even now, after being, you know, at all those levels and being a graduate, you still trying to influence stuff so that brothers that come after you, you can have a better experience. Like, that's yeah. what we all need to be doing.
0: And I and I definitely uh, want to say this. Before I became a member, I actually had no clue of how much work Eric was doing because it's like, I just just remember you from Legion and I knew you were Fami alpha. But when I became a brother, I was like, Oh shit. Like, God damn. Like you didn't did all this. Like, and, and like, like Rick said, you're still actively moving in the organization. And I think that is 1000% necessary. That's why I agreed 100% when you said that we have to be at the table. I 100%, 1,000, 1 billion percent agree with that. So, you know, I, I've, I've, you know what? I, and I will say this, I've never said this to you personally, but I will 100% say it to you publicly. I appreciate you for all the work that you have been doing for the organization that you continue to do for the organization. So 100% shout outs to you, Eric, man, and all the work that you are continuing to do for the organization. By far. Thank
2: that's you. So governor. Great job. Awesome job, bro. That's, that's, that, so, that's, that's that, that,
1: that,
7: that six greatness. And I'll say this too. Uh, y'all was talking about it earlier and I put it in the comments. You can build people without touching them. I have built some great people and shout out. I know he probably ain't watched it because it's late, but Cam Cam is uh, Cameron Blue. He's the second in command of Virginia. Um, and I was his FEO. Uh, people doing great things and I've never touched anybody. And I've in fact, I've never talked. Louder than what you hear now. And I never had to raise my voice. I don't do that. Um, I just worked with Texas Southern, did their entire process for them. Um, awesome job. And never, ever raised my voice. Didn't. It ain't going to be no touching. It's going to be, hey, we're going to be in this classroom, and we did everything in a classroom in three hours. <laughs> and, and you're going home, and you're going to be good. And they, they, they've they been doing, they've been knocking it out of the park since, since then, right? And so you can do it without doing all that stupid shit. Like, don't, that, that stuff is stupid. You can build, your mother may have disciplined you and when you get to college, you're a man or a woman. At that point, you're a man or a woman. So be that. I mean, I tell people that you're a man first. So if I do put my hands on you, which I would never do, but if I did, you should have the right to to put your hands back and now we fighting and let's go, right? But I get that tradition lends to some of that. Um, That doesn't mean the tradition is not stupid. I mean, it's right, I should say. So yeah, you can do this stuff without touching people. Keep your hands to yourself. I mean... Oh, it was done to me. So what? I mean, <laughs> move on. That's the same argument about student debt. You need to pay your student loans because I paid my loans. What does that mean? Like,
3: and then the other part of that, Eric, and I know we gotta go, Joe. The other part of that is everybody that's in these fraternities ain't getting him. Like Eric is the found is one of the founders of our chapter. He was a founder. He didn't get no hands put on him as a founder. But if it weren't for him, we wouldn't have a damn chapter. We tried before, Eric and them. They succeeded. You know what I'm saying? So at some point, everything that we consider tradition had to have a start. We mm-hmm. talked about this with the Legion and these sections. We talked about it with these fraternities and sorority. For them, it was a one-time thing that became a tradition. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, man, Learn something, <laughs> you know, sit down and actually hear what these old heads are saying. But old heads change your ways too, so that these young people can actually have something to aspire to. So, right. love you, man. All, all right, so appreciate right. you, Eric. See you, of
1: Good night, bro. See you, Luke. All right, bro.
0: Uh, I saw Justin in here, but he tapped out, so um, let's go ahead and get ready to shut it down like we always do man this has been one heck of a show um great to be back we took that week off last week uh obviously getting a lot of those rebranding things done uh new videos and all that kind of stuff you probably saw some of the stuff pop up on on um, social media as well so just a lot of things that have been happening so that's why we took the Week off last week, but we're back, and so this has been a great return. And also, uh, we'll be back next week. So let's get ready to close it out. What'd you say, Rick?
3: Where the hell is Justin? This the first show we didn't have when we had Justin. He just put a
0: comment in the. No, he was in. He was. He was set to come on. He must be yeah. fried some chicken or something. Well, he just put a donut. comment.
5: Is this Smash Time? Him?
3: Yeah.
5: He just put a, just put a comment in the.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know I what you're doing, just You in there glazing. You in, in glazing. Yeah, you getting Dropping glazing.
0: that cream on. Go ahead.
2: You over there touching this <laughs> glizzy.
0: Oh, see, so he back now. He's like, no, nah, y'all ain't going to be talking about me. I'm coming. All right. Straight duck hunt. Well, he said he coming. <laughs> he
3: Come. make your, he, hey, he make your beignets. he's from the city. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> With the powdered sugar.
6: What's going on, bro? <laughs> I mean, everybody talk about me like I'm crazy. Look, well, no, look, we can't have this night go without you on the show. What, what is going on? Man, it ain't listen, normal. Yeah, right. I mean, y'all were saying a bunch of stuff. Like, you know, like, I'm just sitting up here, like, listening from all aspects of, like, different Greeks. And, you know, like, I wanted to be Greek in college, you know what I'm saying? Didn't have the grades a couple of semesters and of how Southern operate. they have a line one every four years, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you did miss an opportunity. But I was real, real popular in college. So, like, I'm talking about, like, if you know, know Southern, you know about I me. Mean. So I'm um, just listening to y'all different stories and things. It's crazy how, like, you look at people, like, when you was trying to get in organizations and, like, the stupid stuff they'll tell you or they got you trying to do to get in organizations to so do this, that, and third, go buy me this, that, and third. The whole time, you're really a bum. You know what I'm saying? And you, you just got in the organization to reap those kind of benefits or, the, uh, like, how you are you said, Rick, uh, I'm doing it because it was done to me. I'm really not beat you up. I wouldn't think twice about it. You know what I'm saying? So, like... Just seeing like different people in organizations, like they wouldn't even condone some of the stuff that Lion Brothers and Lionces condone. You know what I'm saying? They even say, nah, they ain't even how you supposed to do that. You know what I'm saying? So just seeing it from a, I guess, a GDI from undergrad and just looking at it from so many standpoints, y'all right. And, and like you'll miss out on so many people who could be a good attribute to your organization over the perception of what you got going on. You never know who may know who. You never know who may be legacy and people not even the organization that may know more about your organization than you do? You know what I'm saying? So like, I just seen it, and good thing you said that. I just seen all y'all stories. It just gave me flashbacks, and I know somebody from every single little uh example that y'all gave. The person who just got in this organization be popular. You was lame. You still ain't. You know what I'm saying? Or the person who's super Greek. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm just sitting back and listening. Like, they are absolutely right, and it's funny. This 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 was a good live, and it was it was very very informative. But it, and the crazy part about just Justin, you just bought.
3: Like you always bring something good to the table, bro. Those people you you talked about the people. Um, what what'd you say? I'm trying to remember your exact wording. The um,
6: bums are the people who join to get popular, or the people. Who...
3: The super Greek. No, it was the first example he gave. It's
6: so much I don't remember. It's, good. Look, uh, I
3: look, it's gonna come back to me. But at the end of the day, bro. You got all these people, man. Like, oh, missing out, missing out on good people oh, yeah.
1: because mm-hmm. people
3: are out here choosing their friends or all these other things, bro. Like, I just I saw that so many times, bro. Even with myself, man. I, I everybody knew I wanted to be Omega. I, I made no secret about it, bro. I was one of them people. I'm gonna be Omega. I'll do whatever it takes. I want to be Omega. So it was. I was. I had nothing to hide, but there were members of my chapter who didn't want me in the chapter because I wasn't out there doing all this ridiculous stuff on campus, you know, sleeping with every woman that ever walked past me and all that stuff. That wasn't me, but I was popular in the band and at my probate, I watched the probate a couple of days ago. I had one of the loudest reactions at our probate and it wasn't because of all that stuff they wanted. It was because I was who I was when I was online They tried to make me drink. I would not drink. And I stood on my manhood. I'm not drinking. I don't drink. I'm not going to drink here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gain respect from being who you are. Don't nobody care that you got a damn frat shirt on if they not in the same fraternity as you. You still that same dude that used to walk around with them stupid baggy jeans on or whatever your uh, reputation was on your camera. shoes. Right. Or Cortezes.
6: In my right. case, I wasn't I wasn't exposed. Like, I'm from the hood. I wasn't exposed to. I'm probably the first person to go to college in like my immediate family and circle. So the only thing I knew was whatever I seen on TV. i mean going tell you a crazy story. But around my house was so bad. Like my senior, year, I didn't I didn't go outside because I didn't want to risk the the chance of like getting shot before I made it to college. So like okay. to see like to see uh, when I go on campus, I see these Greeks. I see that Greeks. And I'm just probably just be cool who I am. I'm just idolizing. So, so I'm like, damn, actually learning, like, that's what they did. And then all I know is from Drumline. You know what I'm saying? I was the first pair watching Drumline. So I'm like, dang, so that's what that is. So that's what I'm putting it together. And when I'm deciding about, like, what do I want to do, I'm keeping bull crap versus, like, people who pledge in organizations. Like, my whole suite, they pledge and, like, somebody who's helping them out when they come come inside helping with their work or like making sure y'all get in trouble i was already i'm taking your shift because you're online i'm seeing it from different aspects so um funny story is you no know, i just became a uh, i don't remember kevin kevin y'all know about the zoo right so y'all understand what sudden university challenge to be so what's crazy is like some of the people who who i ain't gonna say try to shun me i just try to like was hating on the the status that I had in school, and I guess like like you said, Rick didn't want you to be the artist because who he was. Like when I when I when that when I made that post, those same people who didn't even have opportunities to do Kikisagas to go in that certain chapter, like you should see some of those comments. I'm like, hey, so, like I got something that you really wanted, but when I wanted this, you know what I'm saying? You actually like try to make it that much harder, or like you know what I'm saying? It's just funny. I'm like, things ain't real anyway. You know what I'm saying? So like it just depends on. Certain situations but you see a lot of fakeness and you actually see pe- who, who people really are but it always comes full circle when you see a person who's in the organization for the right reasons versus a, a person who's in the organization for the wrong reasons and you like you see like dang y'all not like each other but at the end of the day y'all in the same organization it does look bad outside looking in so like you can you can miss out on good people you know what i'm saying so right. yeah, and here's and idea. here's the thing
3: too justin <laughs> for you you know one of the purposes of both kk side you know, and TBS, is, it's, a, it's a reward for technical achievement, things you've done. Your, your record speaks for you, not, your you know, what other people think of you. That's why you are what made an honorary brother of KK Psy. Somebody saw what you were doing for the community. We talk about it all the time on this show, the invaluable resource you are to the band community. A lot of people would have never seen some of these bands had it not been for what you and some brothers like you are doing. So that's the first part of it, and the second part of that hate ju- that you receive is you got KK K side; they'll never get it. But you can go get that fraternity and soror- or that fraternity that they in. You can go get it this this year if you wanted to. So, you know, man, keep man, keep doing what you're doing, bro, because it's an invaluable resource to our community. And looking back on it, 20 years from now, your name gonna be one of the people that names that people mention when they talk about how this thing really took off. You, Garrett, you know, some of these GOATs in
6: the activity, man. Keep it up, bro. And congratulations. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. No problem at all,
0: man. It was a good, good live, man. Good live. Appreciate good you, you, bro.
2: You. you know we
0: always appreciate you, man. All right. All right bro. to <laughs> turn your mic off, man. <laughs> I- <laughs> my bad, my bad. No, you good. All right, man. Let's. Now let's get ready. Just as the came in, so now the, the night is solidified. Now we can close out properly, all right? So uh, let's go from my left on down. Uh, Portia, any final thoughts, anything you got for the culture?
5: Yes, the past is just that. Continuing to do what we've always done is not serving us anymore. We're getting lawsuits, suspensions, and expulsions. So we have to grow in order to sustain so to rick's point we have to advocate for change so that our organizations exist for our next generation
0: well she'd be killing it at the final thoughts man she'd be hitting me with them jerry springer daddies all right uh <laughs> one
1: <laughs> any final thoughts or anything you well, got
0: your legs good right, goods, right? <laughs> well thanks Portia. uh
2: no but uh as our brother, Dr. King says, be true to what you say on paper. Um, strive to live out your creed instead of just show it on social media.
1: And then our organization will be what they're supposed to be. All right. Rick, any, any final
0: thoughts, anything you got for the culture? I got a
1: couple of things, man.
0: First and foremost, y'all,
3: register your bands for that band, those band shows that Julian put up, man. Those are going to be great resources. For those of you that have band programs that wanna get a, a fair shape and get a fair assessment of your band, you know, those are gonna be great. So if you're in in the surrounding areas of any of those shows, I strongly suggest that you uh participate. Trust me, it is so worth it. Um last week I suggested that new PJ Morton album. I was disappointed. It was alright. The album, yeah. Eh. Really it. yeah it's it's alright portion. I mean, it's got some good tracks, but it's you know. But uh, I'm going to give y'all some other music to listen to. Because first of all, I don't like trap rap. But that new Future album got some hits on it. So I'll recommend it if you're a a trap rap type guy. But my album's um, Anomaly. He's a piano player. But he has some really hip stuff. He just came out with a new album called Gallery. I would strongly suggest that. There's this gospel group that, I man, like blew me away. Have y'all ever heard of a group called Red Hands? Yeah, yes. Red Hands. They're from, like
1: Chicago.
2: they're from Chicago, right? I don't know, bro, but they fight. They got some fire. Yeah, yeah. They, they be like mixing like R&B.
3: With, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Them. Go check them out, y'all. They got a live album. And uh, so go check them out. Uh, JD, Beck, and Domi. That's like this group, these two kids, man. They're like 18 and like whatever, but they're like young. But these kids got signed by Thundercat. And they released their first track, and it's pretty legit. And that Kendrick Lamar comes out on Friday, everybody. So let's go ahead and worship um, the Lord, because that is coming out, because it took years. We thought something had happened to Brother Kendrick. But thank you, Lord, because we get to enjoy this water on Friday. I'm excited about that one.
1: Me too. Uh, And
3: he's saying this is his last album, too, everybody. So
1: yeah, he's saying this is his last album. He, Ooh, I just... think
3: Kendrick ready to raise his family, man. He didn't yeah. make any money. Kendrick yeah. got two kids now. Yeah. Oh, so, makes, you know, uh, make sure y'all all go and check that Kendrick out on Friday. Uh, and then in the words, I, I think Portia said it the best, man. We got to expect if for us to be better. We have to expect better. You know, we have to be shining examples to these, these young people because they're looking for guidance. And the thing about this generation they ain't taking nobody's mess. They form their own path. But if we're a positive influence in their life, we can help them to be the next generation that we need them to be. Because guess what? They're going to have to take care of our old asses one day. So be the, be the resource. Be the, the example that you want for these kids. Because I'm telling you right now, you know they are, they are the future. And um, so God bless you all, man. I, you know I love doing the show. Um, the summertime come support the mandarins Drum and bugle Corps out of Sacramento. I'm the caption head of that group And uh, oh, yeah, I put it out there now We're looking for some trumpet players. So all the people out there band directors that are on here right now If you have some trumpet players that are interested in DCI um, uh, we're definitely looking for some trumpet players right now. So Uh, hit me up and uh, we can talk about it, but that's it uh, drum corps coming up Uh, all-star bands coming up. So a lot of interesting things we'll be able to talk about.
0: Those that you will be able to attend. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you got meetings and or a, a night block, it's gonna be tight. Uh, so we'll we'll survive without you. If that happens. All right, man. Uh, I don't have anything philosophical to say. I'm. I'll let y'all do all that kind of stuff. I just say that I appreciate everybody for checking us out, sticking with us. Hanging in there this whole two. Well, now we're making it to three hours. Make sure you stop by the store, pick up your uh Talk That Talk merchandise merchandise at realtalkthattalk.com. Uh the glaze shirt will be up tomorrow. Please look for that. Once again, this episode will be on all your podcasts and networks. Uh just type in real talk that talk on your Apple Podcast. Type in Talk That Talk. Um and I believe that is it. So With that being said, um, I have nothing else. We are gone. Thank you for tuning in to Talk That Talk. Find us on social media outlets and YouTube at Real Talk That Talk. Talk That Talk is a brand of the Passion Is Network. You can contact Passion Is at passionis1919 at gmail.com. If you would like to contact the panel of Talk That
1: Talk, email us at realtalkthattalk at gmail.com.